this reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you think! You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head and... Uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast, episode 91. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. It is July the 26th, 2020. On this day in history... Did you know there was a country founded by freed slaves, freed American slaves? No. It's amazing how relevant this is and it happened on this day in history. In 1847, same year the Mormon pioneers settled Salt Lake City, freed slaves headed across the ocean, founded Liberia, huh. a Western African country. And they modeled their constitution off of ours. And the capital, Monrovia, is named after James Monroe the fifth president of the United States. I did not know any of that. I know. It's interesting, right? That's... Every once in a while, I find a this day in history that just... How did I not know that? It seems like something that we would have learned in, in, right. in at least college history, right? right. Like I, I would have rather learned about that than the Confederacy. <laughs> yeah. That's true. We should be flying the Liberian flag over here. Huh. Well, speaking of countries with... Uh, confederacies no i don't know i don't know where (laughs) speaking of other countries how about that so um the tax day the second tax day right july 15th was recently was what what was today 10 days ago last week we haven't done an episode in like six weeks or something yeah uh i don't really have a reason why because chris's was just everybody's listening to it yeah, I don't, so, I don't know if that's true. But. <laughs> if you haven't listened to it, Chris was on. We had a great conversation. So Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, I procrastinate. You know, I would have done it April 15th, but sure. I was like, July. So anyway, on the 15th, I was sorting through my mail trying to find uh, whatever tax <laughs> papers might have got mailed to me. And uh, I picked up a letter uh that looks like junk mail it just looked like uh you know like one of those letters that are that look like an official piece of mail but when you open it it's like save two thousand dollars on your next you know and uh by i don't even know why i opened it but i did i opened it and uh at the top it says nsw government and i'm like okay this is this is a scam i'm thinking this is a scam already new socialist world i'm looking yeah and i'm looking (laughs) down and it's like you owe us 427 dollars make a payment to call this number or whatever i'm like okay okay this is a scam i'm getting scammed here by prince nsw but then I see another letter that looks similar, and I open it, and it says that my fine has gone up, <laughs> and that I owe them five hundred something dollars now. And I'm like, okay, wait a second. It's it's actually a. a it says that I ran a red arrow, and I, I'm like, New South West. 
Oh, f- me. New South Wales. New South Wales, which is where I was in February in Sydney, Australia, which is it's the uh, state, if you will, or whatever you want to call it. The What do they call them there? Province? Mm. No, it's called, they call them states. Do they? Yeah, okay. yeah they call them states. They do model everything after they, they, Right. They, um... So yeah, apparently I don't even know what I did. Like, come on, have some mercy. It's like my second time driving <laughs> on the other side of the road and apparently I turned on a red arrow or something. Right. And a traffic camera. So anyway, I guess I'm not going back to Australia. Yeah, you can never, you I'm, can not never go back I'm not paying them $500 for a freaking <laughs> You've got a freaking warrant in Australia it's now. More money than I spent there. Well, their threat was if you don't pay, we're going to take away your driver's license or put points on it and like yeah sorry good luck New with that south wales now did you know at the time did you see like a flash or anything no i have no idea i don't know when it happened i have no freaking clue i i i don't know and uh so i don't know i guess uh if i want to go back i'll have to pay or i don't know how that works <laughs> <laughs> this that is kind of i mean i guess it really it'd be funny if you like got to customs and they're like oh Hello, Spencer. <laughs> yeah, we've been waiting for you for turning that red arrow. Welcome back. Luckily, I mean, if I did want to pay it, our the dollar our dollars worth more than theirs. So five hundred something is only like three something here. Still, that is I know that's s- more than I spent like on my whole trip. That's a steep fine, in my opinion. So, did it say running a red light? That's what it was. Yeah, it was. I was going to bring the letter, but I forgot it. But yeah, it said something about a. Right turn on a red arrow, I think. Because, oh. you know, the other way around. Oh, right. It's protected right. Yeah. Not a protected <sighs> yeah. left. And, you know, it was raining the whole time there. Right. And it was my second time driving. My first time driving. Uh, not my second time driving on the other side of the road. My first time driving in Sydney. And you're going to stick me with a 400 some odd dollar ticket for running a red arrow. They knew you were American. Yeah. Well, pff, yeah. They were probably like, this guy's probably MAGA. Yeah, let's I know, let's right? light him up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was, that was uh, so I don't know. Um, this should be interesting to watch it keep going. We'll yeah. have to keep an update. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Now, speaking of taxes, yeah. like I said, I did my TED. Did you file online? Like yeah, that's, I, that's the normal thing to do now, right? Yeah, I usually TurboTax. I usually do them on TurboTax and H&R Block, the, the free to see if one of them gets me more somehow. Oh, yeah, but, just press buttons till. Anyway. Right. Um so do you when you are all done, do you pay? Do you end up paying anything? No. No. No, because I have a child and own a home. No, no, no. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Like two TurboTax? Yeah. Yeah, because I paid for the deluxe because of like I can't remember. Okay. I can't remember like the it is it like uh mortgage yeah. interest or something? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know. So I started doing mine. I did Tax Act, which I I just do because I've done it forever. Right. It's the same reason I've done TurboTax. Yeah. It's just the one I've always done. And, uh, you know, they they used to be super cheap, but they've gone up and up and up. And uh, so I'm, I, I get through, and it's like, well, based on what you put in, you're going to need the deluxe, you know, Hyper BJ for $50. <laughs> right. And I'm like, what? That's... And, and the only reason they're they're charging me is because uh, I needed to fill out a 1098E for my student loan interest or something. Mm, yeah. And my HSA. And so just because of those two forms, they're like, we're going to charge you 40 bucks. And then they did the same thing with state. They're like, well, you got to get the deluxe. So my total bill was $117. Right. And I'm like, no, this is 
there's this is not right. Yeah. So I do some Googling. I do some searching around, all right? And I find this blog where this lady is ranting and raving about the same thing. She's like, this is bull crap. <laughs> that it's advertised that it's, for free. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I found something out. There's a way to get on the IRS's webpage, and you have to dig and dig and dig, and you get everything for free on these same companies. Oh, so is I a coupon code? It's, no. You just click on the, the link off oh, the IRS wow. page, and it takes you there. You log in, and it says IRS free. So I did uh, – and, and she has a link on her blog that takes you directly there so you don't have to and dig. Does it, does it redirect you to Tax Act? Yeah, it takes you. It, it's the exact All right. same stuff that I filled out. And next, next February, not, we're going to be talking about this. But again. not only Tax Act, but TurboTax was on there, and pretty much H and R, everything was on there. And she she said that she made a complaint. She was like, "Why are you doing this, TurboTax?" And they're like, "Well, uh, we we are under no obligation to advertise that we do this." Right. So, but they're obligated to offer it. Yeah. I by, guess. by law. I you guess, have yeah. to offer to do it for free. Yeah. That's interesting. So everyone I I have uh, talked to about this so far has paid between like thirty and you know seventy dollars or whatever to well, get their taxes filed. Yeah. I did it for zero. That. Nothing. Not no fees at all. What a win. And it was the exact same form, the same page, everything Let's, was exactly the same. New segment called Spencer's Wins. Yeah, I know. That's right? a win. Yeah. That's a solid win. I and mean, we'll be talking about it when I get my uh, W-2 yeah. in six or seven months, whenever. <laughs> if, if if we still have a, a country. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Did you see that we might get uh, another 1200 bucks? I did in August. Yeah. Isn't that nice of Mnuchin? Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> so. Like, I, I have a job, and I feel very blessed to still be employed. Uh-huh. I look at that, and I it's comical to me. Mm-hmm. There are people who've been unemployed. For six months now, right? They're like, "Hey, we'll get you another twelve, okay?" Right. Well, it's interesting. What is interesting is that, um, and I don't know how this is going to play out, positively or negatively, but from what I've uh, under what I understand is, the economy has not seen the full effects of the coronavirus because of the stimulus and because of the unemployment, the $600. Yeah, that's ending. And so I was listening to a a car show on Saturday, and they're like, our our sales haven't really dropped, and our payments, people have have continued to make their payments. And what we're seeing now is it's starting to drop off, that people aren't able to make their payments. And I've noticed, even myself, is I'm struggling more now than I was, you know, a few months ago. And so... So there's like a... There's a grace period of... Right before this, right. the real effects happen. Right, and so now that they're giving us, you know, more, is that what's what's going to happen? You know, is it going to continue to? It'll it, it, eventually. It's got to. It's got to. What is? Hit, what, what right? is yeah, I mean, of course. What does twelve hundred dollars do for someone right now who's who's unemployed? Even if it was, even if you're single, it probably covers the rent for a month. Right, but right. So no, I think you're right because the stock markets always always react early. Mm-hmm. So they react as soon as things close down, even though people might have some liquid, you know, some liquidity still. Right. That's interesting. It could hit again. Yeah. I bet you that Trump, because of the election, he'll be pushing for more. He'll probably he'll probably be begging his Republican uh, <laughs> colleagues in Congress to pass that six hundred dollars for for longer. But it just seems like eventually it'll it'll hit the fan, right? I mean, I well, guess unless people unless the furloughs just stop immediately and. Which, Which is not going to happen. No, I mean, if we got a vaccine, right? If we got a vaccine, then mm-hmm. 
then the furloughs could stop pretty quickly. Well, but here's the thing about the vaccine is what was I listening to? Maybe it was NPR. It was NPR. And it was a it was a couple of months ago, so it could be older, but they were saying how we need a vaccine and we need a vaccine for uh what 300 what's our world pop 350 billion four in, in the country 350 million no the world the world is close to 8 billion yeah okay 8 billion yeah. uh so we need 8 billion vaccines right. right and they were like the amount of vaccines we need to make has never been done before right and they're going to have to build factories and stuff just to accommodate making right. these vaccines people need to go back and look at that uh that that cartoon you shared of cash the pile of cash oh yeah and and then put that into vaccine content, right? <laughs> right? Because yeah, it, people don't realize how big a number that is. Oh, I saw something. But in terms of our talking about billionaires the other day, and they equated it to time. They were like a millionaire. Oh, yeah. A, uh, a millionaire has wait. What, uh, if dollars were seconds, then a million dollars would be eleven minutes, I think, and then. Uh, a billion would be like three days or something. I can't. No, I gotta. No, I gotta. It's like weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I. I mean, I saw a similar one just today that was said. Said something about Bezos. Uh huh. And that. Yeah, it's probably the same one actually. If, how long would it take the the median income in America, which is thirty two thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. to earn as much as Bezos? And it was five point nine million years. <laughs> <laughs> and it went on to talk about that. But in terms of the vaccine, though, I want to go back to that because, yeah. if we're just selfishly which is what Americans do. If we look at our own economy right, here, right. if we got the 350 million of us vaccinated, which we aside from aside from the conservatives who won't want to get vaccinated, you know, mm-hmm. Europe might get vaccinated before us, at least western Europe, but America will probably be one of the first countries to be completely vaccinated from COVID-19. Right. So we do need to make 8 billion but in order for our economy, we only need to make three hundred fifty million. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, you're right. But then there's just this catch up period. Catch up, catch up, cats up, cats up period. Cats up. <laughs> uh, where the people who are unemployed, they're going to have back bills. Yeah. You know, their savings are going to be down. And certain industries, like my industry, I don't think we're expected to recover for years. Right. Um, because even now the flights are up. I haven't looked in a while. There's a TSA posted a, uh, they have a, have we talked about that? No. Uh, they have a passenger. Oh, uh, like a counter? Yeah. For, for this year versus last year. I can't imagine. Oh, it's crazy. Um, checkpoint numbers. How many people go through the checkpoint? Yeah. Oh yeah. Look that up. And, um, the numbers are up. But they're still two million behind. Two million, well, and that's yeah. Just look at it states. right there. Almost exactly two million. That's just in the states. Yeah. So this year was seven hundred four, and that's compared to two hundred two point seven million the year before. It's not even. It's not even a million. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. If you go back to uh, like March and April. Okay. You'll see you'll here. see uh 92,000 oh versus and and then you can kind of understand why our industry is so it bottomed out in I think 87 April or yeah April yep there it is April 14th that weekend or week it's a day this is a day yeah. it bottomed out at 87,000 passengers went through TSA checkpoints the year before 2.2 million went through on that day. Right. And and the 2.2 the the 2 million is pretty it's, it's pretty standard throughout the the year. It goes up during the summer. 
Uh, so where are we now? So now it's at seven hundred and four thousand, and out down from two, two point seven. Yeah, because this is high travel time. Yeah, I mean aside from like Christmas, two point seven is pretty high. Yeah, oh and I think the highest we've gotten is up to. I thought there was There's a, a seven twenty, but I guess not. There's a seven uh, seven forty seven. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, our our CEO, I work in physician staffing, and they he said it's probably going to take us at least a year from now. Right. Assuming <laughs> no one knows the trend, though. No one knows, like, what's going to happen next. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's And I did. I can't like Man, I wish I could find I found a stat that said, like, 30% of those unemployed or something like that don't think they're, they'll get their original job back. Really? Yeah. Which is kind of – that's really scary. I mean, it's possible. That's That'll be – That'll be the case for the airline industry, at least for a while. I yeah. mean, they're going to furlough people first, but, I mean, that's a trickle-in return to, to work, you know, from the furloughs. It's not a... You know what? You know what we don't think about a lot, you and I, because we both live in houses. Now you, you know, obviously yeah. have a situation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the eviction protection... That's happening oh, across the country. We're actually talking about that today on NPR, too. <laughs> now, if that – first, there's two problems here. First, if they if the eviction protection expires, then we have a homeless problem, which then becomes a homeless COVID problem. Right. Right? But another issue is let's say they extend that coverage. So these landlords aren't collecting rent. Right. Maybe they get a subsidy from the government. I'm not sure how it's working right now. But when it goes away, let's say it's 12 months. Mm-hmm. Can they automatically ask for 12 months of back rent from their tenants? They could try. <laughs> right? Because then we're going to have the same problem. No, that's, that's, I, I think that the implications are, are, are pretty bad. I, yeah. I don't think that it's been reported on quite as much as it should. No, housing. The trickle like, down from all this, it's going to last a while. The vast majority of the country, even the world, rent. Yeah. And if you are furloughed or laid off, which is what? What's it at right now? It's like fourteen percent. I can't, I I can't remember what was, unemployment is right I now. I thought it was thirty. And you're not be, you're not able to make it. At least you have protection for right now. But as soon as you get your job back, you were living to paycheck, <laughs> paycheck to paycheck already. And the landlord's like, "Hey, you owe me for the past six months." Okay, bye. You know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I, it says that uh, it's declined to eleven point one percent. Oh my gosh, that's but so that's four point eight million people. I don't know. That's a lot of it's people. Lot. Well, four point eight million was probably maybe last week's numbers. Oh, that says. Oh, it wrote. Oh, this is sorry. I'm just reading a tidbit here. That it rose to four point eight billion in June. Mm. Maybe, do we not? Maybe we don't have July's full numbers yet. No, probably not. Not till like mid August. Probably they do weekly the weekly unemployment reports, but usually only if they're good will the White, <laughs> will the White House release them. I uh, we have uh, next week. We have our uh, earnings call. For oh, SkyWest, and last last uh, last quarter we turned a profit. We were the only airline that did, uh, but that that won't happen this time. We we do we burn cash, but not nearly as much as I think uh, Delta posted their quarterly results, and they dropped forty billion again. Oh. <laughs> so oh, I will say this: I have been seeing more masks. Oh yeah, for sure. Except at Seven Eleven. Really, I went to Seven Eleven yesterday. I masked up. Just to go buy a Mountain Dew, you know, uh-huh. and I do mobile checkout now because you can check it on your phone and then you just scan a yeah, QR I code. I saw that. It's I haven't legit. tried it it's yet. It's rad. Um, as much as I like talking with the clerks, you just don't have to. But four <laughs> people come in before me, no masks. Yeah. 
I beat them because I was just getting one drink, right? Uh-huh. I go out to my car, and I'm watching the woman come out. She comes out. She's holding her phone. She's standing right by the, the French doors outside of 7-Eleven, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're pull open doors, right? French doors sound a little too fancy <laughs> for a 7-Eleven. <laughs> Double doors sure, that pull open. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm, as I'm watching her, I just kind of glance up, and immediately she sneezes. Doesn't, uh-huh. doesn't cover with her elbow, her hand, anything. Just sneezes all over the handles. Gross. I'm like, even in normal times, that's rude, man. Like, it's not rude. It's freaking disgusting. Gross. Yeah, God, man. I don't know. That's the best is when I see someone holding their mask. <laughs> like, I, I'm halfway there. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, as soon as six feet. No, you, you I better I, believe I, how I mean, fast. If there's no one in the area, then well, because I when I'm in Salt Lake, uh, which has not been a lot lately, but. And I sometimes I walk to Harmon's and get uh, some lunch, but I always I put it on as soon as I'm around people. Sure. And uh, Harmon's has a you have to wear a mask policy. In fact, we went to Salt Lake yesterday, and everyone I mean it was yeah. because you ha- you're supposed to. It's like mandated right. there. Yeah, we went down there yesterday too. That's um, funny. Yeah, Smith's here in Ogden. It's required. Well, Kroger, Kroger all over yeah. the U.S. is mandated, as has Walmart. Which dude, you see the Nazi flag people? No. Oh, okay. Because because Walmart instituted a requirement, couple walks in, Trump shirts, wearing swastika bandanas as masks, okay? And they're, they're doing the Hitler salute. And they are – I didn't know that Walmart did this. They're banned from Walmart. I didn't know that Walmart banned anybody. How do you enforce that? <laughs> I don't know. You like can't the, see their face. That's like the jazz, the <laughs> jazz guy that got banned. It's like get a ticket off of – StubHub. I don't, know. I don't. Maybe they flag their name on their credit card, so if they go through the line and like scan their credit cards, like eh. yeah. But by, by then it's too late. That's true. <laughs> the damage has been done. It's true. But I, I was Do like, people hey, not understand no. how freedom works. No, they don't. They don't at all. You're required you know, to the, wear one of the a former former Republican uh, presidential candidate once said, "Corporations are people too." <laughs> So they're they're entitled to the same rights as you are, and th- when people go into the shop, it's, like, it's my. I woke up in a free country. It's my right to. No, what? it's not. No, it's it's not. not. How are you so stupid? How are you so right wing? I don't know. And don't get that. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me because I, I just want to ask them why they're wearing pants. <laughs> Are you doing that for you? Like, because you're embarrassed? It's my God-given American right to come in here with my dick. <laughs> out. <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm a free woman. <laughs> I don't, I just don't. I it's. I don't know. I don't, I really don't get this resistance to mask culture. Even even the president has come out and he's wearing masks occasionally now. I mean. Sure, he's going to try and gaslight everybody and say that he was always. Yeah, I, of course. But, but I, I think that it's a pretty small amount of people now. I, I think they're just very it loud. It seems that way. I will say that whenever I see someone without a mask, they tend to get into a big truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with a yeah with a Confederate uh, yeah. <laughs> license plate cover, or a "Don't Tread on Me" or I don't know yeah. something that's super weird, man. They just uh, the uh, uh, I don't know. The good news is more people are wearing them. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Um, speaking of con- controversies, controversies. <laughs> uh, last time we talked about cartoon characters, sure, and how a lot of them uh, are quitting, or or not quitting, but they're 
stepping out of their role. Um, like the Simpsons, mm-hmm. for example. Uh, well, uh, Hank Azaria had said a while ago that he wasn't going right. to go up to anymore. But more recently, there's been uh, Mark, Mike, Mike Henry from Family Guy who says he's not going to do Cleveland anymore. I don't know if that includes this season or not because, because something I'm really excited about, all the cartoons are coming back because the they were able to make mm, them all yeah. during the virus. None of the big shows, the right. the, the live shows, are. Um, you can do voiceover from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, all these, a lot of these shows caught flack, you know, for having these these white actors portray um, non black or Vietnamese yeah. or or whatever, you know. And uh, I I I don't know. I don't. I I think it's silly, but I guess in this time, whatever. But one show. That uh, is an Emmy darling. People like this show. I think it's okay. I mean, I've watched it all. Um, has avoided a lot of this slack. Uh, but they probably should have. <laughs> Shouldn't have. <laughs> now, one of the reasons we talked about um, people maybe are stepping away is because uh, minorities are under... Underrepresented. Underrepresented sure. in the industry. Right. And my ex-wife, uh, Mandy, she she was in film, and women are also severely um, underrepresented in the film industry. I mean, all you got to do is look as far as Harvey Weinstein to understand right. uh, women's... Well, I mean, it's not that bad now. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. I mean... But... We certainly haven't heard much about that now. Has that culture changed? You know, hopefully. Now, here's why I think they should be taking some flack. Now, uh, up on the screen here, I've we've we've put a picture of the main cast of Bob's Bob's Burgers. There's Bob Belcher, his wife Linda, uh, his daughter uh, Louise, and his other daughter. Um, I've, I've never watched an episode. Oh, really? Of this. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's got. He's got a wife, two daughters, and a son. Okay? okay. Now you look at this cast. There's three women, two men. How many? Uh, and each each character has their own voice. Their there's own no voice. there's okay. no voice sharing like there is on uh, on uh, like Family Guy. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Um, how many women do you think are in this cast? Well, of five. I would, I would I would think three. You would think wrong. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Out of this cast of five, uh, there is one. There is one female, Kristen Schell. You would know her from, she's in everything. Uh, There's lots of voiceover. Well. Or she's in a lot of she's stuff. She's in a lot of stuff. You know, like uh, Last Man on Earth. How do you spell her? Uh, oh, sh- oh, there. This one? Yeah. I mean, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. She does Louise. Uh, she has a very unique voice. Yeah. For sure. But all the other characters, H. John Benjamin, who's Archer, and he does, uh, what else does he, he It's H. John Benjamin, right? Right. He does voices on Family Guy occasionally. And then two other guys that do uh, the two daughters, and then uh, Gene there, the, the boy, is, is also a male. Why has no one said anything about this? Uh, if I had to guess... If you want my my guess is because it we're not talking about sexism right now. Ah, we're talking it's not about, the hot topic. We're talking about racism <laughs> right now. Yes, that's my that's my guess. Um, no, I, I I think you're 100 percent right, but 
the people on this show have got to be thinking, huh. <laughs> Shit, don't nobody say This, this might come back on us at some point. Right. Because um, they're like 10 seasons or 11 seasons in even. Right. Which is pretty good for any show. So, Speaking of seasons, sorry to c- cut in here. No, no. Uh, Mark, uh, you know, friend of the show. Yeah. He messages me a lot of relevant topics on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he sent me a screen grab. God, you've been in a lot of fights on Facebook lately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't call them fights anymore. They don't, they don't really rile me up as much as they used to. Um, A&E, this is a Fox News. Uh-huh. A&E ratings dropped nearly 50%. Following live PD cancellation, and he messaged, I told you that right. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, he said that's crazy. I honestly didn't think that's the only thing any uh, had. Funny that a channel that started out as art and entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks that's, for sharing, Mark. And I do miss live PD. I that's exactly what I said on one of the on a couple episodes ago. I was like, that is like Annie has turned into the right. live PD, live PD rewind, live PD yeah. patrol, uh, live emergency, live courtroom." That's and true. now they're not doing it, and it's like, <clears throat> yeah, well, like, it's like if, shit. it's like if, uh, you know, there was like a we care about fat people movement, <laughs> TLC would go off the air, <laughs> you know, because it's all like six hundred pound and whatever the other ninety day fiance is their their staple, so <laughs> or married at first sight, yeah, yeah, <laughs> wow, that's crazy and not a surprise at all, fifty percent, no, it's not, that's not shocking. <laughs> not at all because no. their shows are all they're all not only that but a lot of them are dependent on um things happening i mean you know they're dependent uh, on police brutality well, <laughs> no but they're dependent on uh live stuff going on and there's less and less right. you know cause i of, uh, i mean the person i feel worse for the wor- worst for is sticks all right <laughs> sergeant sean sticks larkin of the tulsa pd he hosted the shows, seems like a stand-up guy, and now he just has to go back to being a regular old sergeant. <laughs> he no longer has a TV show. You got demoted back down. You actually have to just go back. You're and patrol now. You're not even a sergeant anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you sold out, man. Now you want back? You can't come back. Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah. All right, anyway, we'll look forward to the day that we can talk about Bob's Burgers recasting <laughs> right. everybody. And we could call this a prediction. Oh, yeah. We should put it in the predictions list. I, I don't know, man. It's such an Emmy darling that I just don't know if people are going to... It's like uh, it's like when uh, Kobe Bryant won a Grammy and ever, or not a, an Oscar. Yeah. And everyone's just like, you know, he raped somebody. <laughs> but, yeah, but it's Kobe. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not... It's Kobe. He won so many championships. <laughs> Oscar and rape are two different topics, yeah. okay? Those are mutually exclusive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What's this uh, COD thing you sent me? Oh, yeah. So just an observation, okay? Okay. That I've, I've been making uh, while playing Call of Duty. Um, I play, I've been, well, actually, I, well, I play a lot. This is Spencer's username, by the way, if you want to find him. Speckner, that's yeah. true. No numbers or anything, just straight up. Yeah. Speckner. I am Bryce Shermie on everything. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. And you know you know who started Bryce Shermie? Hmm. My dad. When I was when we got AOL. Mm. Oh. Yeah. And he was creating for us MSN screen names. <gasps> My God. He's like, What do you want your screen name to be? I was like, I don't know. I was like eleven. <laughs> you know? He's like, How about Bryce Shermie? I'm like, that's legit. <laughs> so even my Apple ID is Bryce Shermie at Mac dot com. Wow. So you can find me everywhere that way. 
My uh, that Spectner came from uh, when I lived with at Branbury back in Provo. Uh, I had a friend, Jameson Britton, and he used to call me Spectner. Hmm. And I was like, cool. Well, that's, I guess Done. that'll be my, uh, my screen name. I dig it. Um, so just an observation here, sure. okay? That uh, and this is like a, uh, maybe a social experiment almost, I or see what I'm looking at, or a, a, a t- an indication of how many selfish, terrible people there are in the world, or okay. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> now there is a game in uh, Call of Duty. If you're not familiar with Call of Duty, it's a, it's a first-person shooter. I don't know if you, if you don't know what that is, then just rewind. It's or fast forward the, the video <laughs> games. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, kill people. But there's a I game mean. called Hardpoint. And in this game, the objective is for your team of normally six or eight players mm-hmm. to remain in one place, to hold, hold an area, an of, area the map. of the map. Right. Okay. And uh, you accumulate time, and that's how you, once you hit a certain amount of time, uh, you win. Right. Now, it is, uh, it is pretty... Uh, well uh, documented that Call of Duty players are selfish and don't play the objectives very often. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they just go around do their own thing. Yeah, they just kill. They just get kills. All right. right. Now, like, which is, can I say something? Yeah. Battle Royale. Yeah. And you're supposed to follow the jump leader. Yeah. Oh man, oh, man. I haven't. Yeah. Oh man, I don't like. And then that, that person dies. Started. I'm like, I'm not collecting your dog tags, dude. Yeah. You jumped out <laughs> early. You want me to go back out of the circle? <laughs> Not going out of the circle. Get out of here. <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. I, it's why I do the one player one and then just die super fast. I've never gotten very far in that. Anyway, um, so there's there's a couple of ways to score points in the game. One is to remain in the hard point area, sure, sure. and the other is kills. Now, if you look at this little image that I broke down here. Okay. Uh, this is. Uh, we have your general score. Yeah, this is a, a, a game that my team won. Okay. Okay. And I have. So this is this an aggregate of like time spent and kills? N- uh, yes. Okay. So the main score, my main score is four thousand four hundred sixty-five. Killed it. I had sixteen kills, is all, and two minutes and forty seconds. Okay. Mm-hmm. That in in the hard point. Right. Hard point was your team's. You had it captured right. for a, a total of two minutes forty seconds right. between. Okay. Now, I want you to look at everyone else and see if they are team players or not. No, dude, this guy. So I, I got first place, mind you. Yeah, I got place. first place because you did and I the had objective. second to the the last amount of kills. Right. Um, the person below me got thirty two kills with twenty eight seconds. Right. Okay, and the one that kills me here this is this one. 31 <laughs> kills, 0.01 seconds in the hard point. This, so this guy killed 31 people. He probably just happened to run through the corner of the hard no, point. No, that's exactly what While happened. he was killing people. Right? So 31 and, kills. And this is this is, this is is the small, like, you see this worse, way worse. There'll be someone, like, what's, what's worse is when we lose and there's someone with, like, 80 kills and 0.2 seconds in time. Yeah. And then I've got, you know, 30 kills with three minutes of time. Right. And, and like, why are you playing hard point? Yeah. It's, it's go play team deathmatch. That's what you want to do. I just, it's to me, it just seems like there's a discon. There's a lot of selfish people there that don't understand teamwork. Well, and I guarantee if, if, these are Republicans. 
funny you should say that because a lot of them will have that Trump okay. thing in front of it. I play Call of Duty on my phone. You play it on your Xbox. Uh-huh. We're going to start screen grabbing every end of match leaderboard and compiling the screen names. And if there's even some research. a hint of political su- persuasion, either way, we will we'll make an, you know, we'll have a cluster, right? A cluster board of uh, participation in the. Uh, event versus selfishness compared to screen name <laughs> like liberal or conservative. Got, there has got to be some research on this somewhere, right? Yeah. I think this is like if I were interviewing people for a job, <laughs> I would want to. I would want them to play a match, right? And see see what I, they no, did. I wouldn't even want them to play it. I would say, "You play Call of Duty? Yeah. Show me your last match. <laughs> let's, let's look at because <laughs> if you play right now, you're gonna, you're not going to play like you, right? You're going to play like you think you want me to. I want you to play. Yeah, but yeah. but that's but see that's interpretive as well because he could be like he's just going to want me to get as many kills as I can. Right. When in reality, I don't care. I just right. want to see that you're a team player. No, this guy wants me to be a self starter. Uh, he's, yeah, <laughs> he's self starter. He doesn't care about the. You team. know, I bet all those people are are freaking douchebag, like complete. Just the worst people ever. These are probably like ten year old girls, man. Like, let's be <laughs> that, honest. <laughs> that is a question that I have about Call of Duty. So, th- recently or within the last few releases, they've introduced women as combatants. Mm, yes. That's never been yeah. like up until a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, and you know, in the last one, Call of Duty World War Two, you had a bayonet, and I felt really bad <laughs> bayoneting these women. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like, but I mean, I did it. I it was see great. why they banned this in the Geneva yeah. Convention. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but sometimes, because uh, you know, all the kids, uh, they'll buy all the, the the add-ons, and you can make your girl character look all skanky in this. Right. And I'm like, are these really girls? Is there an age restriction. Are here? these really girls, or are these just pervy guys? Oh, I need to know. Definitely pervy. Guys. You know, <laughs> definitely pervy guys. <laughs> like, are there really this many girls playing Call yeah. of Duty, or is there just guys that are just like, man, I just like staring at my CGI. <laughs> yeah, I go third person. Yeah. When I'm <laughs> oh, I have I have noticed that if I log on in the morning, yeah, I'm playing with all Japanese people. Oh well, then you probably lose a lot. They're okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're okay. But if I turn on like the chat, yeah, I can't. You know, I can't understand them. Do so, do Russians play this game? Because in almost every Call of Duty, Russians are the bad guys. I feel like the Russians would just be doing like martial arts. Or do they, they get? Would... A, do they get a different version <laughs> yeah. of the game where they're the good guys? And... Right. This would be like. And how do you think Germans feel about playing the World War Two ones? For they're real. just like, oh, this is awkward. This sucks, man. Ooh. There was dude. There's been some funny memes that's like shows children's faces like smiling on the first day of school, and then it uh-huh. says like children learning the history of Germany, like German, <laughs> German children. Oh. <laughs> they're all crying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they're probably it's not pro- it's probably not called Call of Duty. It's probably called like Cold War Gone Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the the object is to actually launch the nuke. The the German version is our bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's rebuild. Yeah. The whole game is just it's Simtown. Yeah. <laughs> the Germans invented Simtown yeah. just so they could rebuild. <laughs> oh man, that's good. <laughs> anyway, if you're playing Call of Duty, stop being selfish. Yeah, that's be a team player or, or go just, play team deathmatch. Yeah, go play the match that suits your skill set. Right. All right. Um, Portland. Let's switch gears here. Uh, speaking of Germany and do you Nazis, rem- <laughs> right. do you remember when I was listening to the podcast "It Could Happen Here"? Mm, yes. And it was about civil war in America if it could happen here. Right. 
the in a few episodes, especially near the end, uh, the uh, creator, he's also a writer for, oh, man, I can't I follow him on Twitter. I can't remember who he writes for. Anyway, he's in Portland right now mm-hmm. following the protest with a GoPro. So he's live every night. Mm-hmm. Um, in a few of the episodes, he made it clear that he thought the Civil War, if it was going to start, would start in Portland. Why? He just He just, based on the demographic... Of what he saw there and how people behaved. I don't know. I, I'd have to go back and listen. I just remember because my brother lives in Portland. Right. So I thought it was kind of interesting. And after the election, I remember seeing the numbers and saying, oh, Portland is an enclave of liberalism. Most of Oregon is is red. Right. It's, it's a very conservative state except for giant Portland. Right. And so I was like, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Austin, Texas. If it, it, couldn't that be said for almost every metropolitan area yeah. sure but i mean you know big cities like new york there's not really anything surrounding it you mm, know yeah um and there are certainly blue states well yeah yeah uh so but i think that was his point like that these two factions could right collide mm-hmm. so i was talking to my brother about this he's been out to the protests not every night but he lives there and i, I told him to come home because i was not come home he lives there but just to come back to utah for a bit you know <laughs> i'm like come on man it's just not Oh, I don't know. He's like, no, it's my it's my home. I you know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna fight for my home. It's like, okay, <laughs> I understand. If you guys don't know what's happening, some people don't. Right. Some people don't understand what's happening here. Uh, so Black Lives Matter um, protests in Portland have been happening every single night since the first one. It's been like something like 52 days now. Didn't they take a hostage street or something? Or no, that was that was Seattle. They created the autonomous zone. Oh, that's right. Uh, in Seattle, which was just like government free, <laughs> I guess. Uh, no garbage collection, nothing. That hasn't happened in Portland. Portland, it's been actually very uh, civil protests for the most part. Um, you know, at the beginning, they got a little violent the same way it happened in Salt Lake City when we were downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, and in term- when I say violent, I mean like destruction of property. After that, it was mostly just marches of like 10,000, 15,000 people every night. Right. Um, and then last week, my brother called me. This is before it hit the news. And he said, Brian, you're never going to – you can't imagine what's happening here. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, there are men in fatigues with no identifying patches, no name tags, wearing masks. You can't see their face most of the time. Walking around, pulling people off the street and arresting them. I said, "What do you? What? Wh- who are they?" He's like, they, "They're feds. They were sent in by Trump." I was like, "Well, that's and of course I believe my brother." Mm-hmm. And that was when I told him, "Like, hey, you should come home, or come back to Utah." You mm-hmm. know, like they're just, what are they doing with him? He's like, "Well, one guy said that they took him to, they pulled him into an unmarked van that they rented, mm-hmm. and took him to a courthouse, a federal courthouse, into the basement, and just interrogated him for like an hour and a half, and then just released him." Didn't ever say why he was arrested, didn't really identify themselves, and it wasn't until the next day that it started hitting the news because the deputy chief of Homeland Security, uh, or secretary, and the secretary, Chad Wolf, both admitted, not admitted, but said, yeah, we've sent people in there. Their their Homeland Security, their ICE, their uh, Customs and Border Patrol, their U.S. Marshals, they're all of the above. Mm -hmm. But they're not wearing anything that identifies them as law enforcement. Right. Doesn't say. Doesn't even. Some some of them were wearing police patches, 
They just said police. Like the car you were talking about just says police. Yeah, doesn't yeah. say the city. Doesn't say anything else. Weird. And so this made pretty big news the next day on, especially on liberal media, mm-hmm. saying this is fucking Gestapo. Right. Like secret police style here. And it certainly looks like it. Some videos have come out of them taking people, you know. And I asked my brother, I said, well, can you see their faces? And he's like, sometimes, and that's actually become the trend, is to try and record their faces as much as possible to humanize these people. Because they're acting like, I don't know if you've ever watched or read 1984. Mm-hmm. They're acting like the, the secret police in that book where they just, like, go around clubbing people. And then sure enough, the next day... That guy that was that Navy vet who's just standing there. He's, he, of course, he's being intimidating, right? He's just standing. Did you see this video Mm-mm. of him being hit by like this little guy in fatigues? <laughs> Hang on, let me pull up the video. Um, so anyway, while I'm pulling this up, though, that's that's what's happening here um, in Portland is that the federal government has released troops, essentially police, untrained for um, this type of encounter into Portland. Now, the reason that Secretary Wolf says that they've uh, gone in is to protect federal buildings. So there's one federal building in Portland, or a couple, but one main one um, that they say they're protecting. And sure enough, protesters have surrounded it. They've broken windows in it Mm -hmm. because they're standing in front of it, right? Because these people, like, these dudes are... They even made murder holes, dude. They built big wood walls mm-hmm. with concrete on the bottom like K-rails and then they cut murder holes in them that swing open so they can shoot tear gas out then close them. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, let me see if I can find this video real quick. Big guy in a white t-shirt. There he is right there. Okay, watch this. Watch this guy. Watch this guy right here. Bam, bam, bam. Spray him with pepper spray. And he just walks away. <laughs> you want me to play that again? <laughs> let me play it again. Just starts hitting him. Why? That's yeah. crazy. Why do they do any of that? That's they, crazy. I mean, so he, he goes on the news. He's like, I don't know what they were doing. Yes, I was standing there. It's a protest. You know, maybe, maybe they asked him to back up. I'm sure they did. But is he required by law to back up here? You know, and he, they broke his hand. They broke like three bones in his hand. So this guy made news because the secret police you can see here, like, let me, let me transition back. You can see these guys have nothing. They're just wearing fatigues. Um, I know it's kind of hard to see. Um, so a lot of people are speculating about what's going on in Portland. Why mm-hmm. is this happening? Like, w- there's got to be more to it than just protecting this one building. Right. You know? And so I was talking to my brother. I said, what do you think? And he said, I think it's a dress rehearsal for the election. I think that Trump is going to deploy federal police in democratically held cities for the election, for election day, to intimidate people from voting. So we'll call that a Nick prediction, my brother, because Trump hasn't said that explicitly, mm-hmm. that uh, it's, he's doing it for the election, of course, but he has said that he's going to deploy these types of men. I don't like to call them troops because they're not troops. Mm-hmm. They're, they're law enforcement of one kind of or another that have been tasked with this other task besides what they swore an oath to. By the way, that's what this guy said, this Navy that said he was doing, is he was yelling at them, do you remember the oath you took when you joined, you know? Um, but the, the president has, has very clearly said, I'm going to be sending more of these guys in to democratically held cities. Those words. Mm-hmm. With, so Chicago, you know, uh, Minneapolis, like 
these places where it's liberal. And that's scary. So we'll call it a Nick prediction. prediction. I know that it's, it feels like a stretch, but you got to kind of wonder what they're doing now. Because since this happened, since this guy was attacked, there's been a wall of moms that have come out. Did you hear about the wall of moms? Mm-hmm. Stood in front of the protests. They got tear gassed. The mayor and the governor both said, we don't want you here. A federal judge filed a restraining order against these federal agents saying you can't arrest or uh, um, intimidate observers or press, which they have arrested people in, in the press. Um, and then they did the next day. Mm-hmm. The mayor was tear gassed. He I was, he was out there. Um, fathers have gone out there with uh, leaf blowers to blow the tear gas off of people. Mm-hmm. I even saw a picture of a a cache of medical supplies like um, you know bandages, water, hand sanitizer that had been doused with pepper spray. Mm. And not just like someone put a, a tear gas canister or in the area. Like mm-hmm. someone walked through and pepper sprayed it, which someone was kind enough to point out that that is a violation of the Geneva Convention, which I thought was really interesting. So, well, that's uh, the Geneva Conventions for wartime, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's funny. I've seen a couple conservatives make that argument. It's like, so? So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay? Anyway, uh, I think we should all be a little bit worried about Portland. I really don't think we're, like, making a bigger deal out of something that isn't when we, when we look at what's happening up there. Like, it's kind of it's intense. Um, no one has died yet um, because, for the most part, these protesters aren't armed. Um, yet. These do. Oh, yet. Exactly. Um, there was, I did see an armed protest of black men in, was it Kansas? It was for Breonna Taylor. So, I mean, what? I don't know if how much you've heard about Portland, but... I, I've heard all that. I just haven't... Uh, I don't know. This is one of the situations where I just... I, I, would, I, I, I need to hear both sides, but I haven't heard much. There is an interview. I did watch an interview with the Deputy Secretary of Homeland Security on CNN, um, and he was, he was kind of grilled. You know, and mm-hmm. he, he had a, definitely a good way of explaining his way out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're just there to protect this this federal building. That's the federal government's job to protect this building, you know. But if if there are 10,000 protesters in the street and there's a group of secret police in one area, right. where do you think the protesters are going to go? Well, yeah, especially like, now. Like, right. I mean, And that's been the governor and the mayor's point. Even my brother, he's like, these were peaceful protests. No one was getting hurt. Sure, things were being spray painted. A little bit of vandalism, but no one was getting hurt. You mm-hmm. know, it's not like in other cities where I have I have seen some disturbing videos of people being beaten, um, which none of the groups who are actually organizing these protests are are pro any type of violence. No, yeah. um, I know that people won't believe me, but whatever. Uh, I don't know, man. I just can't imagine. Like, remember when we were in Salt Lake and we were driving home and they said the National Guard had been deployed? Right. And we were pissed off at our governor for doing that. Mm-hmm. There's talk that the governor of Portland's going to deploy the National Guard against oh. these guys. And that's a civil war. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? It's scary. And Salt Lake is a liberal city. And what if this happened in Salt Lake? What if these guys in unmarked uniforms, like I remember when these guys first showed up in D.C. Mm-hmm. and they were protecting monuments 
and there were pictures of them, and it was like, who the fuck are these guys? Mm-hmm. They're wearing these full gas masks. You can't see their face. There's no patches, no unit. You don't know who they are. You don't know what branch of, of anything that they're a part of. You know, and at that time, they were called William Barr's men. You know, he has men. Well, he as the attorney general, yeah, he has like some amount of power with the homeland security and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So, I think everybody should pay a little bit closer attention to Portland and watch every news outlet's take on it. And if you know anybody that lives there, freaking call them and ask them because my brother sent me some videos the other night that were just kind of peaceful call and return, but it was the biggest march yet, mm-hmm. which has got to be more than twenty thousand people then in Portland. So. <sighs> How does that go down, deploying the National Guard on... I have no idea. And I know that the governor's going to... I mean, I hope it doesn't happen. So, the, so here's what's happened so far. Mm-hmm. Before they've gone violent, the U.S. attorney in Oregon has filed suit against the Department of Homeland Security. Right. So it'll go through the courts. But in the meantime, if citizens of Portland and Oregon start to get hurt or disappear... They kind of their hands are kind of tied, right? Like mm-hmm. as governor or mayor, you're kind of like, well, <laughs> like the mayor's in charge of the Portland police. Mm-hmm. They don't have the best reputation among the people, right? Because they're police, right? But even even the mayor is like this enough. But what can he do? All he can do is maybe put the police between these federal dudes and the protesters, in hopes of saying of just avoiding a right, you know, a thing, but. Uh, the most interesting thing, you talk about Facebook. I posted a meme just earlier today that was a picture of the white men who were armed and stormed the state house in Michigan mm-hmm. and how there was no response right. for these armed white men storming a state house. Yeah. But unarmed men and women, mostly white in Portland, but they're protesting for Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. are on the street and they send in federal unmarked, unnamed, who knows what, (laughs) you know, just like mercenaries. I hate to call them that, but it's really weird. How is, how is uh, places or uh, organizations like Fox News covering this? They're they're saying that the, uh, um, that the protesters are, are violent. Uh, But uh, I mean, are you talking about Hannity or are you talking about? Oh, the, the actual news part of it? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't looked to be honest. Um, might be worth looking up on on their website. Um, Apparently, something's going on in Kentucky now too. That's where it was, Kentucky. Yeah, it was the the black. It was, it was a group of armed black men. Yeah, marching down the street. The NFAC. Yeah, to protest Breonna Taylor's. They were asking for those police officers to be arrested. That's um, scary. They've got guns. <laughs> got real guns. <laughs> they got real guns. They look like rednecks, but black ones. But black. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure that we'll hear about. Federal troops being deployed there now because they're armed, you know. Hmm. Um, speaking of armed, wait, this is in Kentucky. Yeah, <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Wow. Yeah. Uh, let's bring it home though. I have a, I have kind of an interesting thing about um, be, people being armed in Utah. Uh huh. Um, so I follow Black Lives Matter on Facebook. Lex Scott is the leader of the Black Lives Matter Utah chapter. Mm-hmm. She went on Fox News the other night. Oh, really? With Mike Lee. Ooh. Yeah, she met with Mike Lee about police reform. Her main goals are to get uh, raw data about the race of people who are being pulled over. Right. Um, raw data about um, police violence and police force and race information. Mm-hmm. 
So she had this Zoom call that anybody could join with the deputy police chief of Salt Lake City and a couple other leaders of the chapter. But anybody could join and ask, ask a question. So I just watched, though. And someone asked, remember the armed Utah County group that started doing stuff mm-hmm. after that guy got shot in the truck? Right. This, this group of armed right-wing people are now counter-protesting any Black Lives Matter protest with, with guns. And so someone asked the deputy chief, like, at what point is that dangerous enough to where you can do something about it? And he essentially said he can't do anything about it, with the exception of one thing. But I thought that was kind of interesting. If you had a protest going on in a park, and then armed people show up to counter-protest you, the, the police actually can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Unless one of them raise the gun, okay, or issue a direct threat to an individual, if one of them screams, "I hope all of you die," mm-hmm. not against the law. Wow! If he says, if someone looks at someone and says, "I'm going to kill you," against the law, <laughs> right? So that's his explanation. However, he did say, if you guys want to protest without counter protesters, you just have to get a permit, because once you have a permit, you own that section of land for that time that the permit allots. So if you want to march from, you know, uh, Pioneer Park up to the Capitol, you get a permit for that street, that section of street, all the way up, and we can push people who are counter-protesting away. And I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting, actually. Huh. So <laughs> aside from the whole, like, sorry, we can't do anything about people with AR-15s, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah. So one thing I was thinking about, or I can't remember what, dang it, I read something, is I kind of, although police brutality is a problem, I don't know that it's the root of the problem. Uh, Yeah. And so that's, I guess, my one thing with Black Lives Matter is that they're going after police so hard, but I don't know that that is the the end all to the situation no and i don't i don't think they think it is Mm -hmm. and i can only speak and i can only speak from things i've seen from lex scott so let me make let me make two things clear these are only observations i've made from things lex scott has made Mm -hmm. and lex scott only represents black lives matter utah right there's no affiliation to the national organization okay she she probably has the loudest voice she's the one who organized the blackout tuesday Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago um, like I said, she's made it onto Fox, uh, Fox News. Um, in between, it was like right after Lara's show, so it was actual news, you know. And she just had like a like a four minute segment with Mike Lee talking about the police reforms that they're asking for. Right. So what Lex has done has said, I just want these things right now, so we can get rid of bad cops. I want to know what percentage of people pulled over in Salt Lake City are black versus other races that would actually probably be pretty telling here because there's not a big population and of the of of black people here they do have that record for arrests for the most part Mm -hmm. and it's something like 11 times in salt lake city black people are arrested at a rate 11 times higher than white people well so but and this is why i think police isn't the root of the problem it it has to do with with poverty yeah, sure. and and it, black pe uh, the statistically black people commit more crime so it, what 
you know, and it's because of the the poverty situation that they're in. I agree. So, I agree to an extent because there's only one person or people, one group, mm-hmm. who get to say when someone's committed a crime. They have complete discretion as to when they get to say when someone's committed a crime. Yeah, who is that? That's fair enough. It's the police. I, I mean, I do see tons of videos out there where people are and detained can, for... Right. <laughs> and you don't have to look at videos. Look at sentencing records. Uh-huh. A black man caught with an ounce of weed gets this versus a white man caught with an ounce of weed gets this in the same city with the same priors. Right. The black man statistically gets a higher sentence. Okay. So that's judges or juries. All right. But let's bring it back to police. Mm-hmm. The p- deputy police chief in Salt Lake said when officers are writing a citation for after pulling someone over, they – there is a box on the paper, or whatever they're filling out, mm-hmm. for race. Mm-hmm. However, he said that police officers are afraid to ask when they don't know. So if someone, I don't know, let's say they're a mix between Polynesian and black. I have no idea. They're afraid to ask. Well, they probably look like The Rock then. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. But just put rock. <laughs> <laughs> so Lex said, well, can we train them to not be afraid? Can we just tell them to tell the person they're asking why they're collecting the data, right? Mm-hmm. Because her her point is black people are being profiled in their car. That's right. what she in her in her soul she knows that's happening. Right. She wants the data to show it, to prove it. But cops are putting don't know or na didn't ask rather than actually just asking what's your ethnicity, you know? Right. They're a good point. It's a good point. I, I see it both ways. I can understand in some situations why a police officer might not want to ask, you know, right. what race are you? Why? What does that matter? Right. You know? So maybe it's, a, maybe it's more of, I'm already writing you a citation. I just need to know what your race is. Right. We're collecting data. Right. Um, so that's one of the things she wants. Mm-hmm. She wants to know when police force is used, that kind of thing, statistically. Um, because once again, you have anecdotal evidence all over the place that mass shooters who are white are caught alive somehow, but a black guy with a pocket knife is shot in the back, right? So, what is your take on that last? We just had that here. Oh, Sim Gill. Not well. Just the ruling mm-hmm. on. I get. Torn I don't remember on his name. I get torn on it. Um, he, oh, man, yeah, he has a long name. Um. Uh, let me look real quick. This created, uh, it created um, um, oh, Bernardo, Bernardo Palacios Carbajal, if I said that right. So if, if you want to know the story, you can certainly watch the video. There's body cam from, I think, three officers. Mm-hmm. He, um, police were called from a, an armed man who was committing robbery at um, like a motel or an apartment complex in downtown Salt Lake. It was like two or three in the morning. The police arrive, and he runs. Right. Um, it's rainy. One cop is chasing him on foot, and another another police officer is showing up driving. He's he's a sergeant, and he's hearing it on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he pulls up kind of as things happen. This man, uh, Bernardo, gets across the street. Um, there's a gun in his pocket, and he trips, and then he trips again. And then he trips a third time, okay? Yeah. He trips three times, and the third time, 
he the gun falls out of his pocket. Mm-hmm. And he reaches down to pick it up and accidentally drops it and then picks it up again. He's clearly very, very winded. He's running very slowly, right? But as he picks it up, so he on the third trip, he drops the gun. And as he goes to pick it up, he, slip, he his, slips out of his hand. So he picks it up again, right? It's on that one that they begin firing. Um, and it was actually the cop arriving in the car that shot first. Now it was within milliseconds. So they clearly had both made the decision to shoot mm-hmm. at the same time. But for the sake of knowing, it was the arriving officer who shot first. Um, what, what then happened is they, they shot him. He falls onto his stomach and rolls over. And they're on his left side now. And he raises both of his hands at different times. So his left hand comes up, and then his right hand comes up. All the while, they are still shooting. Mm -hmm. Each one of them had 17 round magazines. They both emptied each magazine. So a total of 34 shots were fired. Um, They they reloaded. I think he was hit 15 or 16 times. So here's where I stand on it. Mm -hmm. After he's on the ground, and he raises his hand with a gun in it, he might have just been posturing because he was dying, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he could have been raising it to shoot them. At that moment, I understand why they shot him. When he was running away from them, when he picked up the gun, he didn't, he didn't turn. He didn't look. He didn't point. You know, there was no... So the argument was that he was shot in the back like six or seven times before he fell down. Right. And then they kind of... They, they pivoted around to his side to get out of his sight line as, the, as per their training, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that he can't shoot directly at them. And that's when they shot again. I'm not saying I fall one way or the other right. significantly here. I, uh, I, in my opinion, I feel like it was justified enough, be- mostly because when he dropped the gun, he picked it up. Why? Just, you know, I it's mean, it's, you know, obviously. Sure. obviously we don't know what's going right. through everyone's minds, but but the the fact, and I've seen the video several times, but he he's running towards this dark corner, and the fact that he picks up the gun and continues running towards this dark corner kind of suggests to me that there's a potential that he, sure. he shields uses the corner as a shield and starts firing yeah. or shoots. It just the it, fact that he still has the gun and is running is concerning. Yeah. And the police officers, uh, you know. The police officers were very close to him by the time he tripped the third time. They were within like six feet, which is close, which means the threat to them is is Coronavirus. Raised. Oh. <laughs> the threat is raised to them for being that close, right? right. Uh, I think if you were going to play devil's advocate with these police officers, the first question might be, where were your non-lethals? Where, were, where was your taser? You know? I understand that the call came over that he was armed. He did, and he did rob somebody right. with armed robbery sure. and he had been uh, I think convicted of armed robbery but they didn't know uh, who he was prior right. right they didn't know who he was and that those things play a role right uh-huh. everything is an ingredient here and um, I think what led to the protest sure I think that depending on where you fall on the uh, social spectrum sociopolitical spectrum you're gonna go one way or the other right mm-hmm. they shot another black man or it was justified you're, you and I can have a conversation down the middle. Really, there's no way to tell what would happen if he was white. No, unless that, that never possibility. Right, it's never a possibility. Right, unless the same cop has the <laughs> exact same situation, it doesn't happen. Um, 
the but I do wonder about non-lethals. As you're pulling up and you see a guy tripping, why not fire a taser at him, right? I'm not. No, look, yeah, no, I mean, you know, I get I'm, what you're saying. I'm not I, trying to. I'm just asking the question, right? You know, I, I just want to know the answer to. I just want to know. I just want to. I just want to know. Like, where was that thought if, process? If you asked me that, I would say because he had a gun and it takes two seconds for him to turn around, even when he's being tased. For example, for example, when we had, uh, I know I've told this story before, I don't know about on here, but we had an officer-involved shooting in the Smiths that I worked at. Mm-hmm. And they tased him. And um, Sometimes it has no effect. It, it didn't. Yeah. It, it, it and he kept getting up. He was so high on, right. on meth or whatever it was that uh, he just kept pointing the gun at him. And so, I don't know. There's there's a lot that goes into a, into uh, how effective a taser is, it, how far away you are. If you're too close, it won't work. Right. The barbs have to be separated by a certain amount. Right. If it hits clothes instead of skin, right. not as effective or not effective at all. If they're on drugs, doesn't sometimes it doesn't matter. Right. right. And so my my argument to that or, you know, is so they deploy a taser, it hits him, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, maybe it pisses him off so he does start firing shots. I mean, sure. I just once you once you see the gun, it's kind of Yeah, no, <sighs> and I I should be very clear. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. Right? I knew that this was going to create a shitstorm in Salt Lake and it did. Yeah. There were massive protests. Mm-hmm. Uh, they threw red paint all over the DA's office. Right. Um which more power to him. If you think that that protest was about this one shooting, you're confused. Yeah. Right? Uh, but that being said, Sim Gill, the attorney, the district attorney for Salt Lake, has ru- ruled almost every single police shooting as justified in his district. Yeah, I which can't is, believe he won the election. Hard. He, I don't think he's going to win this time because Lex is saying that he needs to be replaced, and she holds a lot of sway. So we'll see. It, what's not our vote? We're not in that district. So it's just Salt Lake City. Oh. Um. Anyway, with this particular shooting, it it's I the after he raises his hand, I have no problem with it. The the before when they're chasing him, I wonder about Taser. Where was the Taser even a block ago? Right when you got up on the guy before they knew he had a gun. No, I think they knew because of the call that came over. Oh, right? okay. Um, but the. The officer, I think, even admitted, I didn't know for sure until he fell, I think, the second time he heard what sounded like metal hitting asphalt. Mm. So, um, and, and I should be clear, again, I don't know what training they get. Right. But maybe part of that training should be, if you have multiple officers responding, one of you is non-lethal. And I've watched police videos where one of them has said that, right? Mm-hmm. I've got non-lethal, or I've got, what do they call it, two, I think? Right. I think they say two. I, I can't remember. But one of them always says, not always, one of them says, I got non-lethal, whether it's beanbags or a taser or pepper uh-huh. spray. One of them has a gun. One of them's got the other. A lot, a lot happens in, in seconds. You know what would help all this? Phasers from Star Trek. Absolutely. Stun, stun, stun mode, man. Stun mode. <laughs> uh, so, no, I... I talked with my dad about this one a lot as well. He watched. You can watch all of Simgill's press briefing. He goes through all of the camera angles. He plays them all at once. Um, this one, I don't totally disagree with him on. I don't disagree with you. I kind of just, I just wonder. Right. I, I just wonder. It's always sketchy when someone's shot in the back. Well, right? yeah. There's been some pretty egregious uh, 
instances of that for yeah. sure. Speaking of being shot, uh, you put up this. Oh, I, I saw that. Do you want me? Do you want the audio for <laughs> I that? I just pulled it up. I can't even remember. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what this is. Let's switch gears here. Yeah. Well, hold on real quick because you put in another video about the Las Vegas shooting and the rate of fire. Oh, man. Did you watch it? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's have everybody listen first. Okay. Yeah. Turn the audio up here. So for everybody who doesn't know, the Las Vegas shooter had 14 AR-15s in his room. Oh, wow. And some A-10? 10? That's a plane. Either way, he had some assault rifles, and the leading theory was that he had uh, bump stocks, which led to the bump stock ban that Trump actually tried to pass. Right. Um, This video a guy put together that is comparing the rate of fire of a bump stock compared to an M240 machine gun. Mm -hmm. And you'll see why he does this, okay? So let me make sure I transition this over so people who might be watching. Is my volume up? No. I can only hear it a little here. I can only hear it a little too. Let me make sure I'm maxed here. Is yeah. the YouTube volume up? Yeah. Yeah. Bluetooth volume? Oh. I don't think you're connected. Oh. Well, we'll just pause this for a second. And it said I was earlier. The light isn't blue. Sound. Put. Oh no, it's not. Damn it. Okay, no, we got it. It's this is worth it though. People are gonna want to hear this because <laughs> I found this very very interesting. There we go. Uh, output studio. Okay. All right, here we go. There we go. Okay, I'll go back to the beginning. So this is. This is the audio of the actual event. Mm-hmm. That's not... Okay, so that's the rate of fire of the actual event. Uh-huh. The next is video of an AR-15 with a bump stock. Let me go back. Okay, so significant difference first in rate... Right? The AR-15 is faster than the sound in heard in Vegas. Also, uh, what I learned from other videos subsequent to this is that it's actually really hard, if not impossible, to continually shoot an AR-15 with a bump stock. It walks so far up as you're doing it. So I'll just, I'll just let this play. Why are we having YouTube problems? Oh, no, because YouTube sucks. Do you want me to just play the audio on here? It looks like mine's yeah, actually, my, yeah, you my YouTube it. is working. So what you're going to hear, once again, is the actual audio from Las Vegas. <laughs> AR-15 next. And then next is an, an M240 shot by itself. So this right here, that's an M240. That's the M240. They're gonna play more audio from by Vegas. A guy. Oh, shit. It's audio from a cell phone. 
It sounds like a helicopter, but it's actually gunfire. You can hear it slow down there at the end, too. Did you hear that? M240. Then they'll overlay the audio from both here. Yeah, that's what that last one was. Okay. So the point that this guy is making um, is that he actually doesn't say it in the video because no one actually talks in this video, but that there's that doesn't the gun that was used in Vegas sounds nothing like an AR-15 with a bump stock. So which leads that just opens the window for conspiracy theories. Oh, have you? I haven't heard any conspiracies about it. I haven't either, to be honest. Um, aside from you know the Alex Jones classic uh, red flag, right? This is a red flag, or a, is that what it's called? Yeah, whatever. It's used to then create legislation against bump stocks, right? So some, right. some George Soros told this guy to go shoot up a crowd so that they could get bump stocks banned. That's one. And if you look at the comments in this, by the way, obviously we don't know who these people really are, but a lot of them say they're military and that they were gunners, and they they're like, as soon as I heard that, I knew it was an M two forty. I knew it. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, there was one that I saw in the comments that said something like, sometimes machine gun fire is used to cover a sniper. Yeah. That's what the M2... F- oh, I see what you're saying. So someone... He was he was providing cover from that hotel room for a sniper in another location who was taking out someone of value that may or may not have been at the concert. The other thing you got to wonder about is why more people didn't die. Now, this is tragic, and it could just be a miracle. Well... The, there were like 15,000 people in that crowd. I know, but the M240 is not built for accuracy. It's suppression. It's a suppression gun. But if he and there's using, only one of them in a squad normally. And if he that's was using exactly, an AR-15, though. Yeah. Right? If, if we're going with what we were told happened, mm-hmm. and if he was using an AR-15, I even thought that that night. When, I, when the news came on in the morning, I thought, oh, these numbers are going to be – it's going to be in the hundreds. He's mm-hmm. firing into 15,000 people? Are you kidding me? Hundreds of people are going to be killed. Well, 50 people were killed, but weren't there way more that 400. Were... 400 were injured by gunfire. 800 yeah. total by the, the scurry. Yeah. Um, so I don't that, know. If that... I were to guess, though, if someone said, how many people do you think would die if from an elevated position someone shot into a crowd with a machine gun of 15,000 people, I would say oh, 600? I don't you know. know. No, I'm, I'm. I don't know. I. Uh, I mean, it was up. It was high, and, and it's high. I, it, it was a distance, though. And these bullets, once they, they're not accurate. They go everywhere. <laughs> right. So anyway, I, I like I said, I don't know what conspiracy this points to, but it's a very compelling video. I even looked up other videos of AR-15s with bump stocks and other videos of M240s just to make sure he didn't cherry well, pick. Do we so did they 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 said he was using bump stocks like they found bump stocks? Uh, let's double check the wiki or page. because you can modify AR-15s to shoot full automatic. Let's look and see. Um, you just have to like file something down. It's actually pretty easy for one to understand. Don't say. Don't tell people. People. <laughs> I'm just anyone who knows just about kidding. guns already knows that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, fatalities, injured, surviving witnesses. Some people did say that they claimed there was a helicopter. I could see why you might think that. The way that sounded right. sounded a lot like a helicopter. Um, 
weaponry. Here we go. This is Wikipedia. 24 firearms, a large quantity of ammunition, numerous high-capacity magazines capable of holding up to 100 rounds apiece. Were found in the suite. 14 of the firearms were 223 caliber AR-15 type semi-automatic rifles. Three manufactured by Colt, two by Daniel Defense, two by FN Herstal, blah, 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 blah. Um, one with 223 Wild Chamber by Christensen Arms. One made to order by LMT and one by Noveski. The others were eight 308 caliber AR-10, AR-10 rifles, one with 308 caliber Ruger ammunition bolt-action rifle. That's crazy. And one 38 caliber Smith & Wesson. Um, that's probably what he killed that guard with. There is a conspiracy about that guard. Mm-hmm. There, there was conflicting reports from the Las Vegas Police Department about when the guard was killed. Right. Minutes before or after? Like, no, I don't know. I don't know what the final report said. Um... The AR-15s were fitted with vertical forward grips and bump fire stocks, the latter of which allowed for recoil to actuate their triggers at a rate of 90 rounds in 10 seconds. See, I... I we have to go back to that video. What did it say? Uh, it w- go back to the video on your on your side. What Didn't it say 60 rounds or something like that? Where um, 600 rounds per... 14 rounds a second is the AR-15. 10 rounds a second is... Okay. So the Wikipedia article is saying it actuate the triggers at a rate of 90 rounds in 10 seconds. So that's 9 rounds per second, which is closer to the M240 than the AR-15. The AR-15 was 14 a second, right? Right. Uh, the AR-10 rifles were equipped with various telescopic sights and mounted bipods. See, that's where... Uh, it, that's where the AR-15 makes more sense to me. They were mounted bipods. That means you don't have, you don't have the gun riding up However, with the bump stock. But let's keep going here. Those are the AR-10s. But Paddock was found to have fired a total of t- 1,058 rounds from the 15 firearms, 1,049 from 12 AR-15 rifles. So it wasn't from the bipod-mounted AR-10s. Two or eight shots were fired from the AR-10s. And the rounds used to kill himself from the Smith and Wesson revolver. Hmm. It's sketchy. That video was—I—I I don't know even know how I happened upon it. I think someone probably shared it on Facebook, and I was like, "Well, that's interesting." So then I—I I did. I went and looked up other AR-15 bump stock videos of just people doing their thing in the in the woods, you know. Right. And then other M240, and sure enough, very very—it's very hard to find someone who can continually shoot an AR-15 for more than like three seconds. Uh, and I never found one that was slower than what that sounded like. Hmm. I under, like I understand how a bump stock works, and maybe if you made it longer, it would actuate slower. I don't know. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know if anybody has any ideas about this. I even tried to Google Vegas conspiracies and couldn't find anything. Hmm. So either China's taking them down, or <laughs> you know, Alex Jones is right. I don't know. What? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. It uh, I mean, turns the, out Alex Jones is right about everything. It is. Th- I mean, <laughs> the red flag style for this Vegas one for bump stocks is probably one of the weakest conspiracies I've ever heard. Uh-huh. Like you well, could have yeah, done something a lot different. That's really stupid. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what was this other video I had? Oh, yeah, let's play that during the break. Okay, we're, when we come, yeah, we'll yeah. play that during the break. It's, so, it's <laughs> but but I do have a couple quick things I want to talk about. Oh, we got Tucker in here too. <sighs> yeah, I don't want to. But we'll, we'll save that for at the end if okay. we feel like it, because yeah. more has come of that since that uh, since what you have on there. Right. Did you see what his guy wrote though? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. but now they're all being accused of. <laughs> That's true. Hopefully Tucker goes down with Hannity. Yeah. Anyway, what do you got? Um, a couple things here. First, these are both somewhat Utah, and this one, this one is uh, is an opinion from you. I I don't know. I, I, well, I I know where I stand, but I I need someone to convince me. You want me? You want my opinion on something? Basically, so Senator Mike Lee, uh, <laughs> finds the NCAA's position on transgender athletes offensive. Oh man, this is so delicate, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So basically, in Idaho, uh, it's a new Idaho law that bans transgender transgender women from competing in women's college sports. Um, Wait, read that again, because it's because it's know, important. Sorry, it's a new Idaho law that bans transgender women from competing in women's college sports. Okay, so they wrote that wrong. It should be written as bans trans. Oh no, no, that's right. Yeah. Okay, Tra- biologically, men who have transitioned to women. Right. It allows them to participate in women's sports. Well, no, the Idaho law. Bans them. Bans them from participating in women's sports. Right. Okay. And the un- the NCAA is uh, opposing it. Opposing it. And Mike Lee's and opposing And Mike Lee them. finds that offensive. <laughs> Even though he's... I don't know. I, don't, I mean, look, if you want to oppose it, I, fine. I don't know why it's offensive to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, it should be offensive to someone who's transgender, maybe. So... There's two sides. There's, there's. You know what? Let's wait till 2040 <laughs> to talk about this. No, just... there, you can't just look at transgender women. You also have to look at transgender men, right? And the interesting thing about that is, depending on the sport, a transgender man would, by logic, be worse than a biological man, right? Let's say we're let's let's say we're talking about weightlifting. Yeah. Right. So a transgender man who was born a woman. Uh would be worse at weightlifting than the average man. Yes. So there's not going to be any complaints about that. Right. Because they can't win. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But if a a man, someone who was born a man, competes in weightlifting as a woman, right, he's going to win. Well, I mean, not guaranteed. Not guaranteed. But, I mean, there's better odds. This reminds me of, where was it? There was a runner, a female, not transgender, who just happened to have more testosterone, and the the governing body made her take hormones Estrogen. to bring it down to competing levels. Really? And I said, look, if that's the world in which we're going to live, it's going to get a little hairy, yeah. right? Um, I don't, I don't disagree. I'm not offended by it. First, right? I'm not offended, but I don't disagree with Mike Lee. I, I don't, I don't either. care about college sports. Well, I know they matter to a lot of people. Right. Including the athletes. They right. mean, it means the world to the athletes. Sure. So I'll, I empathize with their situation. But I see the point that in in a sport where testosterone and the way a male body is built is more beneficial. Right. I mean. Like swimming. Right. I, Upper body I, strength. Yeah. I mean, that's, basketball. Not, that's not to say that there aren't women who could. No. Best men in all sorts of things. Absolutely, but I think this kind of insinuates that we're just giving up on the fact that men and women are different. We are built differently. Right now, I could get my butt kicked by anyone. I'm I am not <laughs> I'm not an athlete. Right. right, right. But if you see a six foot five, 
you know, 270 pound athlete like The Rock, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then Start all of a sudden in he, women's wrestling, right? Then, then that's a. Uh, isn't that unfair to the other athletes? Yes. Yeah, I, I do. I don't have the answer, and I can't tell these people how to feel. That's the one thing I think we should all start to learn right now mm-hmm. is that we cannot tell other people how to feel, but we can try and make the world a little more equitable in everything we do. So here's the question. Would the NCAA or Mike Lee be okay with a transgender man participating in women's sports? So they're participating in a sport <laughs> – Mike Lee would say, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Okay. Yeah, I don't care. So a biologically born woman who has transitioned to a man participates in women's sports. I, I mean. <laughs> so they're, they're, they, they, they are a man to themselves and to the world. Right. But because of their hormones and the other body build, they are more suited for women's sports because they you know they were born a woman. Maybe there's a maybe now this is like far out thinking because it's not going to happen but what if you uh instituted instead of dividing up sports between male and female you divide them up between body types Chemistry. and, and BL, BLMs and you know all that jazz that BLMs. they can figure. Well, you know BMI. <laughs> Black Lives Matter and the Bureau of Land Management, yeah, BMI. Um, is, well, clearly they're already doing that. They made well, this, this but then woman, if we did that, then there'd be all black leagues again. They made yeah. They made this woman take hormones, right? Um. Well, no, but not to make anybody do anything. But let's say you have this woman here who is better suited to compete with men instead of forcing her to compete with women she can compete with with men because she has a build that is it doesn't give her an unfair advantage in any way sure yeah i mean i don't know frankly i kind of thought that about michael phelps i was like dude this guy's knees can bend backwards (laughs) you know uh here's the story about the woman by the way um caster semenya Mm -hmm. she lost her appeal this is her right here I believe it's some track meets she was even forced to show her genitalia to prove that she was a woman, which is just oh, just <laughs> I I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I'm going to get me tooed. <laughs> but I mean, look, okay, let's 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 just take it back a notch. Here. Yeah. Let's go to uh Yao Ming. Yeah. Should Yao Ming have been allowed to play in the NBA because he's Chinese? R- yes. <laughs> and secondly, because he was so tall, he was taller than any other player. Uh, well, could he handle the ball? Right? Could he dribble? So, I mean, to your point, oh. that's your point. Yeah. Your point is should we make leagues like boxing? Yeah. Boxing does it. Do they? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, they do it based weight on weight. Class. Well, there is still women's and men's sure. boxing. Sure. Sure. But I mean, but if shit, I guess man, if, uh, I don't know if a two hundred pound woman wanted to fight a hundred and ten pound man, the man might say no. Right. right you know. Right. I, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's these are the topics of our time, like that are just 
really, really hard to answer because, like I said, it is not our place to tell anybody how to feel. Um, however, you do have to acknowledge think, the equity. Yeah, there has to be a time and point when feelings are... Well, not just feel. I don't mean like... I don't mean no, like I know, everybody's I know, a snowflake I know. in a cave. I just mean... Um, like I said, right. like I said, does Mike Lee have it have a problem with it the other way? Right. No. I mean, because yeah. if he does, then it's a transgender problem for Mike. Right. Mm-hmm. Then it's a discrimination problem for Mike. It's not about fairness right. or equity. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's let's just go with this for a second. Mm-hmm. Someone is born with webbed toes <laughs> and webbed. Let's say they have webbed hands. Wow. So they can swim like a fucking shark. Right. Right. Should they be allowed to compete in the Olympics? I could see players saying, or athletes saying, what the, no, hey, then I'm going to get special gloves that web my hands, right? And then we have a whole thing on our hands, literally, (laughs) about, well, that one swimmer who's dominating the field has webbed hands. These players want to wear gloves that web their hands. It's like when swimmers wore the suits. Remember when they wore the suits for a while? Uh-huh. And then the, the IOC said you can't wear those anymore. Right. They make you too fast. I don't know. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's July 2020, and my opinion can certainly change, and so can yours. But for right now, I see a problem with a, with a transgender man competing. I'm sorry, a transgender woman competing in women's sports. Simply because we know the biology is different. Right. If we could find a way to correct it, I don't know. They certainly did it to this woman. This woman's not even transgender. And they made her start taking drugs to reduce the amount of endogenous hormones she had. She was born with it. Some could say (laughs) God-given. Right? Yeah. Like the talent of Michael Jordan. God-given talent. I don't don't like that. That, to me... That one's one's sketchy, right? Yeah. She didn't... This is not her quote-unquote fault. No... I but I don't know. It's but it, when it becomes tricky is wasn't it, it's it ha, it goes back to like the the women's soccer pay and oh, you know but yeah. but but what I'm saying is if if she's winning every time <laughs> then what's the point of competing or you know what's where's the revenue? Well, I mean, I, 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 look, you, I'm a tennis fan, right? Uh huh, and. There were a lot of athletes who said, why am I even playing while Roger Federer is here? Right. For like a 10-year period. Mm-hmm. You know, he, no one's ever going to be better than him. It's unbelievable. Like, Andy Roddick got screwed. You know, got screwed. He won one Grand Slam, and then Roger Federer came onto the scene. Uh-huh. And so many players were like that. You know, even when Nadal came onto the scene, Federer kept winning you know, and so you could say that even about a player who's just great, just not only because of their work ethic, but because they have a talent that was given to them. You know, mm-hmm. uh, some could certainly make the argument that Roger works harder than anybody else, and I think that he probably does. He trains all year long. He doesn't take any time off. Right. You know, when the tennis season's over, he goes to like freaking Dubai and and runs marathons and trains. You know, so. Um, which is the same for someone like uh, like Tiger Woods. Right. Tiger Woods isn't great because of God-given talent. Tiger Woods is great because of his God-given will to continue to practice. Mm-hmm. So we're off on a tangent here. But the point is, 
I, I do I do kind of I see the issue. I see where Mike Lee's coming from, and I don't know the answer. Right. If the NCAA governing body has a response, you know what? Let them govern themselves. You know, it's their it's their thing. If it becomes so unfair that people don't watch anymore, then the NCAA will have to figure out something else. <laughs> you know. But all right, well, let's take a break. Uh, I'll take this other story, and we'll make it a random headline. Sort of. It'll be a sad one. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, when we come back. Oh, wait, you're going to play this clip in the break? You'll put it in there? The If President Actually, Obama talked like Trump? We can just record it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, but just so people know, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a man impersonating Obama. Yeah, it's not actually him. <laughs> <laughs> saying things that Trump has said. It's really quite funny. All right, when we come back, uh, we have uh, random headlines, a new game, a new segment. So don't leave. I know we've been here for like seven hours already, but come on, push through. The second half is going to be even, well, I don't know about better, but it'll be good. It'll be there. Folks, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful women. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. Just kiss. You don't even wait. When you're president, they let you do it. You can do anything. Just walk up and grab them by the, uh, grab them by the, uh, the, uh. Mr. President, what do you hope your legacy will be? Uh, well, first, uh, let me say uh, that Rosie O'Donnell is disgusting. Take a look at her. She's a slob. And she's got that just fat, ugly face. I watched our police and our firemen at the World Trade Center on 7-Eleven. We have a huge obligation to recognize that I have uh, the best words. They're unbelievable. Big league. Reach on down and, 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 and grab them by the... Uh... You see, I, I have a very, very great balance sheet. Uh, so great uh, that when I did the old post office on Pennsylvania Avenue, the United States government, be, because of my balance sheet, which, which they actually know very well, uh, chose me to do the old post office. Between the White House and Congress, they chose me. What do you hope for the future of the nation? Well, I have two beautiful daughters. Uh, in fact, if they weren't my daughters, I might be dating them. <laughs> I'm inspired by uh, goofy Senator Elizabeth Warren, who, uh, who I call Pocahontas. Heidi Klum. Let me be clear. She's no longer a 10. Mr. President, do you have any regrets? Yeah, well, I should say that Robert Pattinson never should have taken Kristen Stewart back. She cheated on him like a dog, and she'd do it again. He can do so much better. Teachers give our children courage. There's a 10-year-old girl here. I'll be dating her in 10 years. <laughs> but teachers... Does violence in our cities concern you? You know it does. I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and start shooting folks. And I would not lose any voters. <laughs> yeah, I moved on her and I failed. I'll admit it. I did try and f*** her. She was married. That's huge news. I moved on her like a bitch. I couldn't get there and she was married. And all of a sudden I see her. She's got the big phony And she's totally changed her look. Sheesh, your girl's hot as in the purple? Whoa, yes. Woo. Yes, the president has scored. Whoa, my man, it better not be the publicist. No, it's her. I'd better use some Tic Tacs. The lower end of the female. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm not going to say that. This is the Arctic Podcast. 
interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. We're back. Hello. Hey. Yeah. Find us on the uh, <laughs> on the uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Arctic Pod, and the Arctic Podcast.com. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Facebook and and and, and Instagram. And, and Twitter? Uh, I don't know. Twitter? I still haven't do done anything with TikTok. Do but we have I, a Twitter? We, yeah, we have a Twitter. Oh. I didn't know. Yeah. I do think you, so. Do you think their <laughs> stock? Do you think their stock is going to plunge if Trump is? Uh, no, Trump's not going away publicly if he loses. Oh, that's unfortunate. I know. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, unless he dies. Oh. You know, Twitter might their stock might go down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, my new st- random headlines are a little different today. They're not all headlines from the the news, but this first one we've talked about this before. Okay. Okay. And it's animals becoming more intelligent. Remember, like the the geese or was it turkeys? Turkey. The turkeys it that stopped traffic. traffic for his females. Yeah. Yeah. And this is just another example of of that. So go ahead and play this video here. Okay. Sound doesn't matter, so so it, there's a bear, okay, and he's walking down this road on the right. Yeah, he's in America, clearly, yeah, obviously. And then there's a cone on the side of the road that has been tipped over, you know, a traffic cone, right? A big road cone, like a three footer. And the bear picks it up and he sets it upright and continues walking. That is a cool bear. I mean, smart. It's just Does that smart. Just blow your mind? Yeah, it's just smart. He he didn't play <laughs> with it. He didn't play with it. He didn't. T- he just picked it up. He probably knows the ranger. Oh, maybe. You well, know? have you ever? Did you did you think that maybe he was the one that knocked it down in the first place? Yeah, I feel like a dick now. <laughs> <laughs> and he just coming back to fix his. Maybe it was one of his cubs knocked it down. Yeah. And, you know, trouble for the neighborhood. Um, the next line headline here is actual. From uh, from NPR News here, typos spell trouble for man's alleged attempt to fake his own death. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Alleged. Yeah. Well, you got to say that. Right. You have to. I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nassau. 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 How do you say that? Nassau. Nassau. Na- I've heard it a thousand Nassau? times. Nassau like County. Oh, New York County. I think it's just Nassau. Yeah. Uh, District Attorney Madeline Singers. Says it was supposed to pass as a death certificate. There's a death certificate. Okay. okay? Uh, from New Jersey, the the Long Island prosecutor alleges that Robert Berger, 25, tried to forge a legal document in, in October in a bid to fake his own death and dodge a likely jail sentence. <laughs> okay. Upon inspection of the certificate, it was noted the font size changed in the document. Additionally, prosecutors observed the word registry in the department name was misspelled and uh, the issued by section of the office. Oh, no, it's spelled in both of the misspelled in both of those sections. You spell registry? R E G S I R S I T R Y. Anyway, he spelled it wrong. Right. Registry. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have caught that. <laughs> Maybe it's, you know, the font and that. Yeah, the yeah. font is what started it. And then, uh, so after calling to verify their certifi- the certificate uh, with the New Jersey Department of Health, uh, investigators confirmed the cert- certificate was, in fact, fraudulent. Uh, 
Berger had been facing sentencing for a pair of felony vehicle-related charges to which he pled guilty. Um, How many people have gotten away with this? I know, right? It's kind of a good he idea. He totally would have had he not been, an, you know, not right. good at Photoshop or whatever he made it in. Just, I mean, spell check, you know? You know, if the the the, the go- spell go- check, it. the spell check in Adobe products isn't always mm. up to par. Yeah. Uh, maybe he was using like MS Paint or something. <laughs> I don't know. So, no, it was like a typewriter, like yeah. a dot matrix. So I guess he he had he he said that he committed suicide, but he did not. Obviously, he was alive, and and now he's in jail. Yeah, on more charges. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yep. So I've been watching The Simpsons again. Sure. Because, uh, I don't know, I just felt in my heart like it was time. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's an episode where Santa's little helper, who is the dog. Right. Did you, if you, if you did I, not yeah, know that. I, I knew that. Um, falls in love with another greyhound. And they have puppies. And they end up having 24 puppies. And the whole episode kind of turns into a 101 Dalmatians thing where Mr. Burns wanted to make a vest out of them. And... <laughs> Anyway, um, so I was sitting there thinking, like, 24, that's a lot of puppies. I wonder what the actual record is for puppies. For a dog, yeah. Yeah. And do you have any ideas? Any guesses? I would, if I was, like, was thinking like world record. Yeah. Like 12? Okay. So uh, there, there's, there's the real one <laughs> that's 24. But that one's sad, so I'm not going to read about it. Okay. <laughs> But this one's pretty recently. An Australian dog is a lucky new mom to 21 puppies, proving anything is possible. (laughs) Does it? Pa. Does it? Does it? It Oh, possible. Pa. Pun. Possible. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) So, this dog, a Neapolitan Mastiff, so basically a horse dog, gave birth to a whopping 21 puppies on April 20th, breaking the current Australian record of 19. They're always Australia. So no... Uh, I wonder if this person has ever got a ticket for going right on a red arrow in yeah. Brisbane. <laughs> so if you're ever wondering, the world record is 24. But, right. But not Right, the uh, actual, or uh, like if it was Guinness and they were like, they have to survive for this long? Uh, it was Guinness, actually, yeah. but uh, it was 24 and a couple of them died a few days later. So also oh, they were born alive. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Speaking of um, a lot of births of animals, you've yeah. got, oh. how many birds do oh you have gosh. on your hand now? I, you know, I, There's I, some, some incest going on. No, it's not. <laughs> it's the same couple that have been... So as you know, earlier I had, uh, I had, had a baby two. almost a year ago, yeah. and then I had another one that just barely finished growing up, but they hatched four more, and they are all uh, getting to the point where they are getting out of the nest and um, starting to try and fly. One of them took a little bit of a flight the other day. Um, so how many birds do you have now? Twelve. Oh my god! The cockatiels doubled their population. They went from four to eight. Did you give any to that Republican? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I they're not ready yet. Oh, what okay. what I'm going to do them with them is yet to be determined. I know I'll keep at least one of them, possibly two. Yeah. The yeah, others s- I don't split up the family. I, well, you know. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Who are you going to give them to? Do I you know? I don't, I'm not I'm not completely sure. Could I you let them go? Would they no. survive? No, probably not. Not here. Uh although there are um several communities that have localized parrot populations I wonder in the US I wonder if you could donate them to like the Tracy Aviary I don't know they that. have enclosed with parakeets and stuff well cockatiels yeah but they they I mean I don't know they're nice and it's a nice area that's you true know? I don't I don't know <laughs> there's a couple people that I think might want them but maybe I'll get one for Quinn no, you have a dog. I don't trust. <laughs> Lucas Lucas doesn't hurt. He barely eats his food. Yeah, well. <laughs> my cats, on the other hand. Yeah, exactly. See, San Francisco has a wild parrot population. Uh, what if you did it and then you found out later it was like illegal, they're invasive? and it would. It, I'm pretty sure that would be illegal. Not that they would really take off, but introducing an invasive species. Are they invasive? Do you know? They're from Australia. But invasive means that they, like, are harmful to the rest of the ecosystem. No, invasive just means that they're not from here. And who who knows? I don't think so. Like, if if an immigrant moves here, they're not invasive. (laughs) I think think that's a little different. And, And no one knows the exact biological effect that it would have on the ecosystem until... Uh, oh, look at that. Escaped pet parrots are now established in 23 states. I had no idea. I'm going to have to read about this. Not all non-native species are invasive. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of birds you got, though. Yeah. I, I can't have that many. That's, no, that's, that's crazy. a lot of poop. Now, the last sort of headline is actually from 10 years ago. Okay. It's pre-Rona by 10 years. <laughs> by 10 years. <laughs> 10... The before four time. It'll be B B C B before Before coronavirus. Coronavirus. Yeah. B C V. B nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but I just thought this uh was a fascinating video. Uh put together by the Mythbusters, if you'll remember uh back in the day, ten years ago. No. Yes, rest in peace, uh Grant. Grant Im- Ira- Imahara. Imahara. Yeah. yeah, I can't believe he died, man. And uh, we were talking to Ethan. He's like, it was a brain hemorrhage, man. It could happen to anybody anytime. Yeah, it's know. freaking terrifying. He's all <laughs> scaring the crap out of us there. Yeah, you just never know. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it, could it could happen, happen. right now. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that just reminds me of something I laughed at on The Simpsons the other day. The uh, <laughs> Homer was talking to Bart, and he's like, you, you might wake up dead tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, on your computer, there's something called a CPU and a GPU. Okay. Um, and this demonstrates the GPU. I, you know what? I don't even know. What it, I, I assume it's graphics processor. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to. And what's the C? Computer. <laughs> <laughs> Corona. Um, GPU. GPU is... Graphics processing unit. That's what I said. Yes. Good job. Um, CPU is central processing unit. Oh, yeah. Unit. It's the brain. But on uh, most new computers, the GPU ends up doing a lot of work. 
uh, especially in all of the programs I use. Porn. In, uh. <laughs> no, but no. I mean, it doesn't use any. Not in my in, animations. In, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make the animations of Lois and Stewie having sex. I just watch them. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a copyright infringement. <laughs> they've actually <laughs> they've made light of that on Family Guy too. There's a <laughs> there's an episode where they find Chris's computer and Peter's like, I don't know what's on here. There's just a video of me and you doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, so this is a uh, MythBusters demonstration uh, as to the difference in how a CPU and a GPU operates. If anybody so, was wondering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and play it. I guess if you're listening, you're going to want to just Google this and look it up because it's... Uh, and he's going to paint a picture for you guys in the way that a CPU might do it as a series... So this robot is going to paint a picture... As a CPU first. Right. Three, okay. Two, one. Uh, it's like a paintball gun? Yeah. So the CPU, it just it paints the smiley face. Like a pixels, almost. Yeah, and it does it one, one thing at a time. One paintball at a time. Leonardo. Okay, and then this when is the, the GPU. On this thing, 2,100 gallons of air goes through these accumulators, out these valves, into all 1,100 of these tubes, into these tubes in which the bottom of is a paintball. Each of those paintballs will fly across seven feet of space and in 80 milliseconds reach its target, hopefully. Oh, I should be noted that, that... This is like a giant... It looks like a giant air compressor hook tube tubes. Yes, yeah, so that's what it is. With paintballs And in it them. should be noted that the CPU demonstration painted a smiley face. Just right. a simple, like simple... circle dot dot... Yes, yeah, smiley, smiley face. And you saw that it, you know, it took quite some time right. to do. So this is a GPU. Right. And it's going to paint the Mona Lisa. <laughs> GPU painting demonstration. Yep. And 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Whoa! <laughs> Isn't that sick? It's all oh, the slow mo is amazing. Okay, so it just shot a thousand paintballs. Yeah, and and it looks like a pixelated Mona Lisa. Right. I mean, it's, that's it's, really it's, cool. It's not, you know, but it's it, it's fascinating. <laughs> no, it's, it's super freaking cool. You, if you have not seen this video, you have to go watch it. Just type in MythBusters GPU versus CPU. Even if you don't care about the CPU and GPU, the difference is just it's a fascinating that's build. Super cool. Super cool. So that is why the GPU is so much faster um, than, uh, than, a CPU. than a CPU, which is why I use it for... It's like a freaking toner printer versus a dot <laughs> matrix printer. Yeah, yeah. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, I'd like to introduce to you, Brian, okay. and listeners, a new segment. Oh, all right. Um, and I do have a little bit of music for it. So let me... kind of sleepy music because the new segment is uh crazy things that spencer thinks about <laughs> when he's trying to sleep <laughs> besides a simulation well that's one of them okay 
Something along those lines. Okay. Oh. So I've got two. Well, I've got a whole ton of them here, but we're only going to talk about <laughs> two of them today. We'll do. Well, it's a recurring segment. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the first one is the question that I wrestled with for like an hour the other night is, you know, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? The physicist. Neil? No. The one that died. The robot uh, guy. Oh, Stephen Hawking? <laughs> Yeah. In his last book, he theorized that time travel, reverse time travel, is possible. Sure. And uh, it made a well. Yeah. Go read about it, and you'll 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 either think it makes sense or doesn't. But <laughs> so I started thinking about this one night, and was like, okay, so if time travel is possible, and you know, I've been watching a lot of Star Trek lately, mm-hmm. and they deal with time travel a lot. Yeah. And uh, you know, it kind of makes sense, but my thinking went to this. If reverse time po- uh, travel is possible, then doesn't that mean the future already exists? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dr. Emmett Brown would say no. Your future hasn't been written yet. But hasn't it? <laughs> I don't know. You know, my dad and I talk about this on a different meta level, which uh-huh. is the idea that we really don't have any choice, you know? Right. That everything just happens, that you don't really decide anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, we call it the illusion of choice. I mean, that is kind of true. Well, but, okay, because but ex- either explain decision, your logic. Either decision that you make... So you don't think a butterfly effect is possible? If you went back and changed something... No, I think it is, but I think it would be on a different timeline. I don't or think... Or would that timeline stop? That's see. That's another thing that I was that that tied into it. Like, right. what happens with the timelines? Does that one just carry on, or does it end? And then I think it would end. But but does it just everyone die? Like, what do no, you no, mean no. end? It's it's like it's like Back to the Future too. They change. Remember, Biff gets the book. Right. The almanac. 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 <laughs> almanac. And he and. It, Everybody goes with him to the new. No, no, yeah, that I agree with. I when yeah. you go back in time and change something, yeah, then when you go forward, that change will have taken place. But your timeline, oh, yours is you can't s- get back to that. You can't get back to, unless you, can't you go get back, back unless you go back and kill yourself, which, and <laughs> or or do what he did, which is get the almanac back and right, yeah, exactly, almanac. So that <laughs> I. And and one of the things that brought this on is those uh, Navy videos of the uh, the uh, Tic Tac, the flying Tic Tac UFOs. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, wait, what if? What if they're not UFOs? What if they're time travelers? They're what pro- if they're no, people they coming are. back? And if that's the case, then our future is already written. They know what's going to happen to us. Oh, I see what you're saying now. I see what you're saying now. So your hypothesis is that we are all living in someone's past. Yes? I, I don't know. no, I don't agree. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that I think that we are on the edge of I time guess, all the time. And if we went back, we went back, right? I guess that makes sense because if you go back and change the past then your future isn't the same. You can't get back to your future. Right. So that means that our future isn't necessarily written. Right. The only way that but our... But that does mean that there is a future that exists already. 
only if we the only the only way I'd go with you there that if the future's already there is if somehow we were transplanted without knowing to the past. See, that's another thing that kept me up is what if the timeline changes all the time and we don't we have no clue. What if when we have deja vu, that's the timeline changing? I, I could see that. Because if the timeline changed, it's not like there'd be a big flash. We would just all the memories would just be implanted and right. and, and we would just know. Right. Like nine eleven, maybe that didn't happen until <laughs> until you know, last year when someone went back and made it happen. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the future Al Qaeda uses time travel. <laughs> <laughs> right, but that still goes with my theory, which is that we are always on we are always in the the, the now. There is no future yet. We're we're making it for as we our go. for our timeline. There is no future, right? But in order to come to our timeline, there has to be a future. Yes. So my theory isn't okay. If I was going with Hawking here, <laughs> his theory is that we can travel back in time, right? But no one can travel back two hours because there is no there is no in front of ours yet, right? So. What he's saying is it's more, it's, I didn't read his book, but maybe what he was saying is that reverse time travel is more likely than forward time travel. He does, which I thought was weird because you can go to a black hole and sit in the, uh, or if you go faster than light speed, then you're going to have time uh, dilation. and and. Uh, but that's not necessarily travel because you can't, you can't, it'd be like interstellar. Right. He can't go back. Right. Right. So, going back, maybe, maybe. So his point is like it's just one or the other. You can either go back or you can go forward. You can't. I think, yeah. Because I mean, because go like the interstellar thing, it, like, it appears as time travel, but it's not really. Like he didn't really. It's not travel. time travel. It's just that your time, his time was faster. Faster, yeah. Yeah, no, slower, I know. But that's whatever. what. That's why I was thinking that would be more feasible. It's not time travel, but. Going back in time sounds well, out of the realm of possibility, but then again, if there's a future that already exists and figured it out, <laughs> then... <laughs> I can see why you got stuck. The I can see thing. why you got stuck, but I don't think a future exists right now. The other thing. The other thing I was thinking about is the simulation again. <laughs> well, we're totally in a simulation. Damn your simulation. <laughs> all right? Now, now this one got kind of crazy for me, all right? Because I'm like, okay, what if... Because you know, there one of the ideas about the simulation we've talked about is it's like a simulation for me. You don't you don't really exist. You're just built for me in this you know elaborate computer game that I'm playing. Like you're you're going with more of a Truman Show theory, sort of. Yeah, but then I was like, well, so I who guess am I then right. I don't have anything. Right. That's okay. what I mean. That's one of the the possibilities. And then the other one that makes more sense is that we're all in this simulation together. But then, if that's the case, then it's more like an experiment. Yeah, yeah. Right? that's how I view it. I literally view it as SimTown. Right. And right now, the dude is on vacation. Right. <laughs> and remember what happened when you left your Sims? They'd get it's sick. Crazy. A fire would start. School would burn down. So then, people would starve. Then I thought about a South Park episode. Okay. Where they go, or they get uh, taken to this uh, faraway galaxy for some reason. I can't remember. And it turns out that Earth is just a TV show. <laughs> and that these aliens have implanted all the different races to see how they would get along. So then I was like, oh my gosh. 
Asians are actually aliens. <laughs> Black or are we the aliens? Yeah, yeah, but we're all from different planets. Right. So we're not. We're and they all just aliens. wanted to see what would happen there's if actually, they put us all together. There's no indigenous. This this planet was empty. Right. And people on other planets weren't getting along. Right. So a master took people from each one right. to see how to make them get along so that he could then expand that. Right. And it's failing. Right. Now, the reason I like the the first simulation I talked about better, where it's just it's my simulation, is that when I die, then I probably wake up and I'm like, oh, oh. Like Star Trek The Inner Light, there's an episode where that happens to Captain Picard, where he, he gets hit by this entity and he lives his whole other life and then he wakes up and they're like, you were out for three minutes. Oh. Yeah. And then he has to deal with the, cope with that. I've, I, I've had that feeling in dreams. Really? You, haven't you? You've ever had that when you like have a dream about like a past, even if, even if past that didn't happen, you know? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. And you wake up and you're like, oh, wow, that felt... Really real, as yeah, in like yeah, I, I have felt every, I felt the, I felt the time of it, right? Not just the emotion and the right, physical, right. but I felt the time of it, right? And you wake up and you're like, that really messed with me. But the other way, it's it's a little more dreary if we're just a simulation and an experiment. That means we're just pawns, and <laughs> when we die, nothing happens, <laughs> right? You know, we're just yeah, yeah. I think it's a mix between like SimTown and The Matrix. Oh. That's how I view it. Oh man. Anyway. And then I started thinking, wow, religion and the simulation theory are actually pretty much the same. They're the same. <laughs> yeah, they're the exact same. Yeah. That's because that's what you would do every night when you went to – in listen, in 1996 when you were playing SimTown, mm-hmm. every night you went to bed, you might do something to, to your Sims and then you check on the next and morning. And then your citizens want to oust you from power yeah. because the sewage is broken. There's right. not enough freaking roads. And you check on them the next morning and you realize <laughs> all hell broke loose or everything went well. It was always a test. So, yes, the simulation and the religion <laughs> go hand in hand. It's the same thing. <laughs> Anyway, so those are some of the things that keep me up at night. Now that my mind is melted, let's just go. I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, one more thing. Yeah. uh, Before we end this episode, Um, if you recall, a few weeks ago, I introduced you to a website called All Sides Mm -hmm. that reports the news. That was with Chris. That was just last episode. Was it? Mm -hmm. No. Well, (laughs) it reports the news. Uh, from three different sides. Sure. Now, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to play a game with you. Okay. So you have to. You can't look at that. Oh, I'm not going to look. Oh, at all we sides. also need to talk about the freaking UFOs that are coming. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got that. Okay, hold on. Wait, is this a different than the Tic Tacs? Have you not seen this? Different. How have you not seen this? This is different than Tom DeLonge's. Yes, okay. this is freaking huge. Okay, let's look it up real quick. July 24, 2020. Uh, briefed on materials received from off-world vehicles not made on this Earth. I did see that text somewhere, so I must have read the headline. Three previously classified videos. Those are the Tic Tacs. Okay, so this isn't the same. Okay. But they're going to apparently release stuff to the public about the materials that they have. Oh, so Tom DeLong has forced them to release more. <laughs> yeah, Tom DeLonge in there. <laughs> uh, dude, I swear, he's the first one no, to release it. I know, I watched a documentary with him and in then, it like, the other day. And then like a year later, the Pentagon released it, and we're like, we're, look at us, and Tom's yeah. like, I released those a year ago. I know. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so it's about the same thing. They're saying we're going to release more info about it. Right. Okay. So, right. uh... Go back to your all-sides thing, then. Oh, this is so interesting. I mean... 
the aliens are coming. <laughs> well, but they're not saying the aliens are coming. They're saying we're going to release the material. Right. And they want to know if it's from China because apparently China can because do all that remember stuff. Remember when now. Tom, yeah, Tom on his Instagram page released a photo of him holding like a piece of metal that he said oh, yeah. they, he'd like tested and yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. So what this game is going to do. And, you know, I'll, I'll queue up. We'll talk more about UFOs next episode. We'll do a whole freaking segment on it. Okay. Dig deep into it. <laughs> um, you know, every day that passes, I just want Star Trek to be real. <laughs> like, I want to pray to the aliens and be like, is, can you just take me? This is at least the fifth episode in a row. take me to your world? <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> By episode 100, it might come true. Uh, anyway. X Google. Oh, yeah, sorry. What I'm going to do is read you uh, three headlines here, and you need to pick if they're from the right, the left, or the center. Oh, okay. I like this. Okay. This is like InfoWars versus the I Indian, know, I know. But real. Right. So you're reading me just the headline. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, X Google engineer says glitch. I guess I do. I need to. I don't need to read all three, right? I can just read oh, one. Yeah, just read one. Uh, these are all talking. They're all talking about the same thing. So, ex Google engineer says glitch blocking websites, including Drudge, uh, Barbart, Barbart, Breitbart, could have revealed a mystery list. Maybe if you can't figure it out, then I can read another one. Yeah. Well, either way, we're going to reveal which is which. I think, right. I think that's important. Right. I'm only because Breitbart was mentioned. Uh huh. I'm going to say that's a right-wing headline. Ooh, that would be incorrect. That is a left-wing headline. Would you like to hear what the right said? Yeah, what's the right-wing headline? This is from the... Let's see. What was the first one from? Uh, what is it? Not, it normally says. Also, I don't know what the master list is. I have to read the article. A mysterious but, list. Oh, mysterious list. Okay. Uh, from the right, this is the Daily Mail, I guess. Mm-hmm. Ex-engineer at Tech Giant says, Glitch, which blocks some conservative websites from appearing in their search, may have exposed a secret internal list which suppresses certain outlets. I like how they left the name Google out of the headline. I know. Uh, what I like about these headlines is that there's these two lengthy ones, and then the center is just, Google denies blackout of conservative sites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay all right all right um okay let me see if i can find uh this this website is great but it needs okay 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 um the jobless claims uh the jobless claims numbers are both better and worse than you may have read right left or center yeah um. Right. Yes. All right. That is from the Market Watch. The left says jobless claims another uh one thousand four hundred sixteen million. Um. <laughs> no. Sorry. One point four million. Right. Uh, um, Americans mm-hmm. uh, filed for unemployment less claims. So the right says. It's 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 not great, but it's not terrible. And the left just says we're all going to die. The center uh, says AP NORC poll: nearly half say jobs lost to virus won't return. Well, you just so that, that was a, that. yeah, that's Associated Press. That's why uh, I did delete my CNN app. Did I tell you that? Nice. And I replaced it with Associated Press. There you go. Uh, CNN was getting a little heavy-handed. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, we got one more. Well, we'll do this one too. Two more. 
Uh, Mike Pompeo says, free world must change China or China will change us. Mike Pompeo says, free world must change China or China. That's got to be right. Oh, no. (laughs) That's from The Guardian. Uh, On the left, the right says, uh, Dan Kershaw says, Chinese consul in Texas tried to burn all their evidence. Did you see this story, by the way? Uh, only in passing that we apparently closed a consulate and they closed they, one here. And yeah, we Trump shut down the consulate in Texas. No, in, oh, the Chinese consulate in Texas said you, you're no longer welcome. Okay, yeah, that's they thought right. it was a spying. Hub. That's right. Yeah, and then they did. They legitimately like burned stuff and refused help from the local fire department. Yeah, it's weird. Hmm. And then China kicked us out of a consulate. And then there. the center is China orders U.S. consult shutdown. Yeah. Protesters jeer Houston closure. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one. Um, uh, this one's. Pentagon found vehicles not made on this earth. Rubio hopes it's alien, not Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a sorry state of affairs. Um, that could go either way for me. Left? No, that's the right. I mean, come on, they, the Rubio in China. Well, I mean, it's not necessarily the best light for Rubio to say, I hope it's alien and not China. Right? <laughs> like, how stupid is that? Like, I hope it's this country that we know things are, uh, uh, not this country we know things about, right. and this mysterious alien species that could wipe us off the face of the right. earth. God willing, it's them. Uh, and then the left says, no longer in the shadows. Pentagon's UFO unit will make some findings public. Some findings. Yeah. What's the center say? Uh, military UFO reports to be made public. <laughs> 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 I freaking love the center ones. They're always they're always like one sentence compared yeah. to. Well, let that be a lesson to you that it's really hard to tell. I so know you just, just you missed almost all yeah, of those. So just follow. Granted, just follow the center. There just have been AP. some ones in here that are very very obvious. Yeah. Uh, dealing with the right, but I couldn't find any of those. Yeah, they just, don't seem to like uh, archive there. Like I told you before, the vast majority of stories on any news outlet started with the Associated Press. Yeah, that's and true. And then they they spin it, or add a word here or there, or remove Google. <laughs> remove a word <laughs> anyway all right well that now that we've given you some things to really think about tonight i guess we should be uh we should be done yeah um also there was in fact a hurricane yesterday i <laughs> thought you should it know that children it could still uh, hit hawaii i heard that's a different one but oh, yeah a different one okay Anyway, well, find us at the Artic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or the Artic Podcast. Oh, 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 we have yeah. a new song too. Reject Takeoff has a new song. Yes. The writing's on the wall. Find it on all platforms. Yes. Writing's on the wall. Uh, for the Artic Podcast, episode 91, I'm Brian. Uh, Spencer, we'll see you next time.